Blog Talk Radio. Surrounded, 
Of course, this is talking about, uh, uh, um, praise your Lord, what the Lord has said to his prophet prior, that he will raise, he will raise his prince, his king, amen, against a nation. I say I prophesied this in different chapter, amen, talking about Jesus. They help everyone, his neighbor, and everyone said to his brother, be, be of good courage, amen. So in the last day also, I see the first and the last, this is what we need to say to one another. We are good courage. Encourage one another. So the Apostle Paul to the Thessalonians, it is so important that we encourage one another because there's a lot of people falling behind, backsliding, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It is so important. Praise you, Lord, that we encourage, encourage one another. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, in the last day. Verse 7, so the carpenter encouraged the goldsmith, and he that smoothed the harmer, him that smote the evil, saying, it is already for the slaughtering, hallelujah, and he fastened it with nails, that it should not be moved. Thank you, Lord. But thou, Israel, are my servant. You see how he, he, he's talking about art in our way for us to understand it this way. A lot of people don't understand art, so. You're like, oh, I don't understand what he, what he just said there. Praise you, Lord. But, okay, here's verse 8. But thou, now he's, he's speaking plainly. He speaks in a form and on. Now he speaks plainly. But thou, Israel, are my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the seed of Abraham, my friend. So now he relay himself, hallelujah, as the seed of Abraham, he relate Jacob to the seed of Abraham because we know he's the seed of Abraham. Hallelujah. But before he says he's God, and he says, I am God, and now he says that who, Jacob, who am I chosen? I have chosen the seed of Abraham, my friend. So now he relates to Abraham as his friend. So it's clearly Jesus relating himself to friend of Abraham, brothers and sisters, from the beginning. Amen. That's why he's the first and he's the last. He started. Where Adam and Eve continue with, with Noah and then with Abraham, praise the Lord, never abandoning them. And we see Jesus talking about Matthew 24, Noah, in the times of Noah, the times of Lot. Hallelujah. So he, he amen, the covenant, his covenant with Abraham is everlasting. Amen. Praise the Lord. So he is relating himself right with our father Abraham from the beginning. Letting us know that he is the same God. He is the one that appeared to Moses. Praise your Lord. And as he's relating himself with the Jewish people, that alone got to give you and I peace that he is going to protect the Jewish people. He is protecting them. He will always be protecting them. He brought them from among the nations to the land of Israel. And he's there protecting the Jewish people. And he will not leave them, neither forsake them. Praise your Lord. Because that's his nature. Praise you, God. Hallelujah. Verse 9. Thou whom I have taken from the ends of the earth. There you go. He hath taken them from the end of the earth. And called thee from the chief man thereof. And said unto thee, Thou art my servant. I have chosen thee. And not cast thee away. So as the nation. A lot of people believe. A lot of Christians even believe this. That God had, had cast. Had uh, rejected Israel. Amen. For, almost, for over 2,000 years, uh, uh, the, the, this message has been, been in the church for years, that Israel are not the chosen one, no more. But 
Lopat Lord said, oh, thou art my servant. I have chosen thee and not cast thee away. Praise the Lord. So in his relationship with Israel, Israel is still chosen. It's still, they're still his people. They're still his chosen people from the beginning, although we are also chosen by God. But the message in the church for, for thousands of years has been that Israel has been rejected. And it's not so according to the word of God. I don't know whether they get this Bible study. And in just me saying here on the Lord's Tower that Israel still got people that will make a lot of people angry. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. That will make a lot of Christians angry. I will listen to the Lord's Tower. Look what he just said. Because they only believe the bride of Christ or God's people, and that's it. And that's not biblical. That is not just that's not biblical. Praise the Lord. Praise the God. And so this is where a lot of churches, a lot of people disagree with me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 10. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Amen. Why would God say these words to the prophet Isaiah and not mean them? Why would God say this? When even Moses, when he was praying for Israel up in the mountain for the sin nation were committing, God said, let me make a nation out of you. Let me destroy them and make a nation out of you. And Moses defended them and said, God, because it was a testing, God was not going to destroy the Jewish people. God was testing Moses. And, and, and Moses intervened for Israel, that God will not do such a thing. What was the nation saying? Moses said, praise you, Lord. No way he was going to destroy them. God was testing Moses because a lot of people believed Israel has been rejected. Amen. Praise your Lord. Fear thou, thou now, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strand thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will hold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Thank you, Lord. The right hand, you know what's the right hand of righteousness of God? That's Jesus Christ. That right hand of righteousness. That God said he will hope Israel, that hand is Jesus Christ. He says, But my son, I will uphold thee. I will I will keep you together. I will keep you together. Through my son, I will keep you together. Praise you, Lord. So there's been the love of God for Israel since the beginning, brothers and sisters. He's been withholding him, upholding him with his right hand. He's been upholding him with Jesus Christ from the beginning. Jesus Christ sat at the right hand of the Father. Thank you, Lord. And the strong hand of God is Jesus Christ. God is a strong hand. A lot of people don't, don't think so because he looks so weak on the cross when he cried out, but he wasn't being weak. He was just giving everything to God. And he was taking his, not only was he giving his life, but he was taking it back, says John 10. The, the, a lot of people don't understand how powerful the cross is. The cross of all, all God creation, brothers and sisters. I hold everything together. Praise the Lord. That's why Jesus could not be defeated at the cross, because he was laying down his life, but he was also taking it back up again, because death could not hold him. He is so powerful. The cross, what he did on the cross, it's so powerful that he can save anyone from going to hell. 
That's why he can save anyone from going to hell. That's why he can take people into hell in and out anytime he wants. Brothers and sisters, hallelujah. Jesus is now weak at all. What he said on the cross is not weak at all, brothers and sisters. It is not weak at all. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. But it's been portrayed this way. It is not so. It is just not so. Thank you, Lord. When the Bible says he defeated the principality and powers of evil on the cross, it cannot be weak. Hallelujah. It cannot be weak, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. If he defeated Satan, if he's defeated all the principality, if he defeated everything on the cross, how can then it be weak? You see, it don't make sense what people say. Thank you, Lord. He defeated everything on the cross. Thank you, Lord. Verse 11. Behold, all they that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing. Hallelujah. They that strive with thee shall perish. Again, don't come against the Jewish people. Don't do it. Thank you, Lord. Praise your God. Thank you, Jesus. A lot of people say, well, you're taking this literally, Brother Alvi. You should see that we are the spirit of church, so it's referring to us and now referring to the literally Israel. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Because Isaac, although it was a miracle of God, he was put into a flesh man. Isaac is a type of Jesus, the son of God, that will come to die on the cross. That's why God says to Abraham, offer me your son Isaac. Offer me your son Isaac. And in his obedience, God knew that Abraham would go and offer his son. So when Abraham went to offer his son and took the knife to kill the boy, Jesus said, no. Because at that moment, the father made his decision. If this man can give up his son, I'm giving up my son too. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Abraham wanted to obey God. Thank you, Lord. That he was willing to offer his son. Thank you, Lord. By love, by friendship, so was God offer his son. So God loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son of his word, believing he should not perish, but have everlasting life. Thank you, Lord. Now I can bring people everlasting with me. Forever. God has said, now through my son, through the power of my son, my right hand, now I can powerfully bring all my children to me. Each one of us now with the power of God can be brought up to heaven. That's why nothing, if we, if we stay submitted to the Lord, if we stay submitted to God, nothing can defeat you and I, because nothing could defeat Jesus. We are in the body of Christ. In the body of Christ, the devil cannot touch. Are you listening? <laughs> are you listening? We are in the body of Christ. The body of Christ, the devil cannot touch because it was tried to defeat him on the cross. Hallelujah. Life, life, the same life he gave to you and I was the same life, the same spirit that defeated the devil and all his kingdom on the cross. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. It is the same life that is in you and I. That's why the Lord is calling us to come in obedience, to, to look for him, to keep our eyes on him, because, hallelujah, we are more than overcoming in Jesus Christ. There's no way nothing can separate us from the love of God. 
in Jesus, through Jesus Christ. No one can, brothers and sisters. Not the life, not the present, not the future. Nothing, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. That is not weak. That is powerful. That is the most powerful thing you ever heard. That anyone can incline to Christ, hold on to him by faith, and God can bring them to, to everlasting life, eternal life. Thank you, Jesus. We are totally connected with him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. That's why you don't need to have any fear. As long as you're repenting, as long as you're seeking God, as long as you're coming to him every day, you don't need to have any fear. Because not only he's protecting you, you are connected with him. And you're defeating life, the present, the future, the past. Hallelujah. And God will give you everlasting life with him. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God is so awesome. Verse 12. Thou should seek them and shall not, and shall not find them, even them that, that contended with thee, that the word against thee should be as nothing as the thing. And now, what is God is saying? As long as you be connected with Christ, as long as you keep repenting and seeking God, don't worry about your enemy because God said they are going to become like nothing. Nothing. That's Isaiah 41, 12. And you'll seek them. What did God say? You will seek them. Where are my enemies? <laughs> Praise the Lord. You're going to say uh, after the rapture, seven years after the rapture, where are my enemies? They have been defeated. They have been thrown back into hell. The devil has, is going to be locked up into hell again. The four prophets in the Antichrist get thrown first into the lake of fire. Where is your enemy? Where are they? God says that you seek them and you and shall not find them. You're going to go around the moon. You're going to go around Mars. You're going to go around the earth. Where are my enemies? Where are they? You're not going to find them. You are not going to find them no more because their time is limited. Our time is not. Jesus is not limited by time. Uh -uh. Even then that condemned, contended with thee, that they would against thee should be as nothing. Let them say, let them say whatever they want. Don't listen. Don't pay attention. Let them let them call you and I false. Let them, let them call whatever they want to say to us. Because God said, then that contempt will be will become as nothing. They will not be no more. Praise the Lord. Because if someone wants to know if we are God, all they have to do is go to the Lord and ask the Lord. Fast and pray. You see, it's easy to criticize someone. It's so easy to criticize someone. But if you want to know who that person is, go to the Lord. Fast and pray, and the Lord will tell you who that person is. If it's not of the Lord, the Lord will say it is not mine. Stay away. But if it's of the Lord, the Lord will confirm and say that it is mine. Servant. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Verse 13. For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. From where does your help come, brothers and sisters? From the Lord. From Jesus. From the, from the Almighty. For I, the Lord thy God, he identifies that he is the Lord. Our Lord. 
And no one can call Jesus Lord unless it's through the Holy Spirit. Hello, someone. No one can call Jesus Lord unless it's through the Holy Spirit, says the Word of God. I, for I, the Lord, thy God. He identifies as being our Lord, personal relationship, and then God, supreme being, the greater of all. Behold thy right hand. Praise the Lord. You want to have Jesus at your right hand, I'm telling you. You want to have, you want to have the Lord holding your right hand. Because then you know where you're going. When Jesus Christ is holding your right hand, you know where you're going because he is the light of the world. Not only will he light your life by the day being the sun in your life, but he can also light you by the night seeing the, the evil scheme of darkness. We'll show you who truly darkness is. Hallelujah. And you will have no fear. He'll protect you in the day. He'll protect you during the night, he says. Thank you, Lord. He will hold your right hand. He will say, I'm with you, my daughter. I'm with you, my son. Fear not. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. You want him to be holding your right hand. Say it unto thee, fear not, I will help thee. When the Lord can say, Fear not, I will help thee. That's because he wants to be in our life helping us. Helping us in all that we need help with. And we need help with everything. And let him know. Let him know you need help with everything. Because he wants to help you. But he also wants you to call upon his name and say, Lord, help me. He wants you to say, Lord, please help me. Lord, I need you to come and help me, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And he has no problem helping you. He wants to help you. He's not limited by time. He's not limited by sickness. He is not limited by the things you and I are limited by. He has all power in heaven and on earth. He is not limited by any other things you and I are limited by. That's why you want to call unto him. Depend on him. Verse 14. Fear not, thou warm Jacob, and ye men of Israel, I will help thee, says the Lord. Hallelujah. I, thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. He called him a one. You know how difficult it is to crow on this earth. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. It's so difficult to crow on this earth. I'm telling you. Praise you, God. But I will help Jesus. He's again compromising himself. Or making himself available, in other words. He's making himself available to you and I. When he said, I will help thee, he's making himself available. He said, I'm available 24 hours, seven days a week. Call upon me, he says there. I will help thee. I'm available. The Lord can never be too busy, hallelujah, for, to, to help you. He will never be too busy to help you. He will never be too tired to help you. Neither of those things. He is not limited by tiredness. Thank you, Lord. He's always will be there for us, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Jesus. I will help thee, says the Lord, and I Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Yeah, this time he wants us to wait on him. That's different. Because he, God has a perfect plan. Thank you, Lord. Greater than us. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 15. Behold, I will make thee a new start, thrashing instrument, having tea. Thou shalt trash the mountain that beat them small, 
and should make the hell a, a shaft. Praise you, Lord. That's the power of God in your life. And when you got the power of God in your life, by your side, uh, last night was, was incredible. Last night, I can see people transforming. Hallelujah. Into a glorified body. And I can see people I know changing into glorified body. And I was I was more than amazed. I was curious to see people being changed, being transformed. Praise the Lord. And I'm looking at people I know changing into the glorified body. I don't know uh, where that I that I that I seen uh, uh, an audio that someone sent me. I believe it was before. Then I, you know, I said I don't know when this is going to happen. I don't want to speculate. I don't want to say it's going to happen in 2015. Hallelujah. And and there were people I said I can feel it. And so I, you know, I leave everything to the Lord. He's in control of me. I just trust him. And so I just leave it up to the Lord and wait on the Lord and keep praying. And then he's showing me brothers and sisters that I know being transformed into the glorified body. Hallelujah. I don't want to say name. I don't want to create jealousy among the brothers and sisters. Amen. Because uh, someone may say, why wasn't I transformed? I just, it just began to happen. And some of the people here that I know just began to be transformed. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. I don't want to say it was you, sister, because then I'll create jealousy amongst other people. Amen. I want to leave it as it is, but I want to tell you what I saw. And so I was seeing people being changed, people here that I know, and into the glorified body, and they began to move. They began to to show what they can, they can do in the power of God, and it was amazing because I know we were not in heaven. I know this was happening down here. I marvel at this. I did not really how close this is until I seen it. Uh, someone was talking about this, and I'm looking at my brother and my sister being changed right in front of my eyes. And then you're like, wow, okay. Uh, uh, wow, this is happening. This is amazing. And it was more like, I wonder what they can do. And, and they were just moving in, in such a special way in the power of God and, and praise your Lord. And, and I'm looking and, and I, I marvel because it, it's like one of those things that I understand when people keep asking questions about it. It's, you, you, see, you see them being changed into the glorified body down here. And then you're asking, what else can they do? What else can happen? What else can happen? What else can they do? What else can happen? Now I, I got like one little person that wants to know more. Please give me more. I want to know more. And so I'm looking at it, and I'm still like, I want to see more. Why am I just seeing them being changed and them moving and looking young and and looking beautiful and, and you know, and I want to see more. And, and, and it was like people began to move. And, and the people that were seeing it was like looking at the other person like, wow, what is this? I didn't know you could do this. I didn't know you could move like an angel. 
you look like an angel. How come you look like an angel? And then I can see one of the sisters like, um, oh, I, I, I wanted to tell you that I'm an angel, but, you know, I didn't know you were ready for it. <laughs> this is going to this is gonna bring a lot of questions now. But, hey, praise the Lord. I just, I'm, I'm just describing what I saw. Praise the Lord. And so one of the sisters, hey, I, well, you know, I, I, I didn't know you were an angel. Hallelujah. And, and you know, what did you tell me this? I mean, we fellowship for so long now on the Lord's Tower, and you didn't tell me this, and the other sister's looking at the other one. Um, you want me to tell you this now while this is happening? Why don't we just go out and do what we need to do? And <laughs> Praise you, Lord. And there's, there'll be a lot of questions. There will be a lot of questions, brothers and sisters. And I don't know where to begin. You know, uh, maybe Sister Carla and, and my brothers and sisters can go to the Lord and ask the Lord even more and get more information and come on the Lord's Tower and explain more to the brothers and sisters. Um, we know that we've been touching on a lot of topics um, down here. And trying to explain this to people, but a lot of people have not gotten the, the, have not received the revelation, have not received what the Lord has been revealing to us over the year. And, and you know, what I said to the people is, this is all about Jesus. This is not about us. You know, I, I have brothers telling me that the Lord has revealed to them that they are angels. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> question, more question. Uh, brother was saying to me on the phone that he, I mean, he wanted to say to the people, I'm an angel, you know, to the brothers and sisters. I'm an angel. I'm here because God sent me. I got, and brother telling me on the phone, I got, I got so much information from the Lord that I'm an angel. I said, um, I'm going to say this, brother. Uh, this is all about Jesus. It's not about us. Praise God that they are angels. Please, I don't, I don't want this to be taken the wrong way. It's not, a, it's not about humiliating anyone or embarrassing anyone. It's not about or disrespecting anyone. It's not about that, brothers and sisters. I love my brothers and sisters. I pray for my brothers and sisters. Amen. Um, and I, I don't want this. I don't want us to turn weird. And, and I say weird is because uh, once you start talking about this mystery that the Lord is revealing to us, you're going to have a lot of people turn away, and they might even backslide, turn away from the Lord. And we are here to win soul for the kingdom. It's all about Jesus. And so, so it's what I tell brothers and sisters. Uh, praise God if the Lord revealed to you that you are an archangel or, or uh, a sheriff or a seraphim. Or, you know, praise the Lord for that. Oh, glory to the Lord. Amen. Brothers and sisters, but it's not about us. How will that help people while they go into the trials? How will that help people? It will not. It will, will not help people. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Please don't, don't mention no name, brothers and sisters. Please keep the name away. Uh, praise the Lord. Please, we don't want people to backslide. Believe me, you don't want to hurt people because a lot of people don't understand this. And I have, uh, you know, when, when this was being brought out, I had a lot of emails from people. What is this? Uh, and, you know, people that the Lord is working with them, preparing them, the Lord wants to take a lot of people home through this program. He told me over three years ago he will prepare people to bring them home through me. And so 
All glory goes to the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We, we are so happy with what the Lord is doing. There's still more people finding about us for the first time about the Lord's Tower. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. And so, amen. It's okay when people say it. Amen. But you also want to give people an explanation. It's about Jesus. Praise the Lord. Um, a lot of people had asked me, I'll be an angel. I said, no, I'm not. Praise the Lord. And that's it. Leave it as it is. Amen. And I'm not lying by saying that. Amen. Because someone said, well, I saw you in the spirit, and you were like an angel to me. Well, I said, I'm not an angel. How do you like that one? Praise the Lord. But you look like an angel, but I'm not. <laughs> so tell me about you, brother. Well, no. It's, it's all about Jesus. It's not about me. Because now my, now my, now my mystery, the Lord is revealing it's going to help anyone. It's not going to help anyone in your work with the Lord. It's not. Amen. But do rejoice. Do rejoice because he has a lot in store for us, brothers and sisters. He has a lot to get to, to do in our life, to work in our life. Amen. And he is preparing people to come home. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And so that that's what's important in all this. But the Lord is working in his bride in, uh, in the three days of darkness. There will be a great mystery unfold. And we we know this. We, we talked about this here in the Lord's Tower. And in the three days of darkness, Jesus showed this to me, um, I believe it was two two to three years ago. But, no, uh, four years ago, four to five, actually, just thinking back. The three days of darkness that a lot of people have been emailing me about and all that. And I specifically saw... Uh, the three days of darkness, brothers and sisters, what happened, uh, from, what I, from what I saw, from what I saw, I got to go with what Jesus showed me, because it was something the Lord reminded me, you know, stick with what I show you. And it was right after the tsunami. The tsunami hit, came out through Miami and, and covered New Jersey, New York, and we've been talking about this already for months. And right after the after the tsunami, the three days of darkness happens. It was it was so incredible. It was a day or I don't know how many days after. It just, I just saw it because I saw it in the spirit. It's hard to really put put a timing into. But it was almost right after it happens. I knew the three days of darkness. And right after the three days of darkness, the the, the church we see the glorified body. It, and that's where the revival began. Amen. Praise the Lord. It was so incredible how, how the Lord showed me it would happen. But in this revival, uh, uh, Jesus has shown me that the people in the glorified body will go to other countries to preach the gospel. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And praise the Lord. There are a lot of people the Lord is talking to that this is very close. Amen. And I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad this is so close. And I wanted to know. And so what I saw last night helped me to understand that it truly is close. Truly, it's, it's closer than what we've been thinking of. It's very close for, for the glorified body. The Lord had told people, when he revealed to me, he's also working in my life for that. And, and um, he's working in his people's life to get them ready for the glorified body. And when Jesus showed me that he was working in my life for the glorified body here, um, before the transformation, uh, he was he was working on me on forgiving people in the past that have hurt me. I had unforgiveness in me 
for people that had hurt me growing up. And the Lord was working in my life for me to forgive those people. And it was so hard. I had to say, Lord, help me because I'm having a hard time just doing this. And the Lord uh, uh, just just started helping me. And, and it just it was much easier to forgive people when the Lord helped you because see, we need his help, brothers and sisters. Please. Same. We need the Lord help. Isaiah 41, 16. Thou shalt uh, fan them, but the wind shall carry them away, and the whirlwind shall scatter them. And thou shalt rejoice in the Lord, and, 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 and shall glory in the Holy One of Israel. Uh, this here is supernatural. Uh, a lot of people read this, and they try to find a logical explanation to what it says there. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thou shalt fan them. Hallelujah. Fan, a fan, a fan. Uh, and, and the wind shall carry them away. Well, the, who shall fan them? God. God God will make them fly away. There will God that will make them fly away. And so thou shall fan them, and, and the wind shall carry them away. It's basically them walking on the wind. Just to give you an explanation what I saw. This is what I say I saying he saw. And the whirlwind shall scatter them. And thou shalt rejoice in the Lord and show, hallelujah, show uh, glory in the Lord of Israel. Why will we glory in him? Remember that the glory, glorify, comes from the glory, the glory of God. It's God that does this his, from his glory. Verse 17, when the poor and needy seek water, and there's none in their tongues fail for the thirst, I, the Lord, will hear them. I am God of Israel, and I will not forsake them. Praise the Lord. So a lot of people were saying, now, where is this happening? Because there's a lot of people thirsting in Africa, dying without any food. But you see, that this is supernatural. Because this happens right away. It happens right away. It's the purpose of God for the future. Because, you know, if you question why this is not happening now, because this, that's why he talks about the glory. This is, this is the mighty power of God doing this, brothers and sisters. So when the poor and needy seek water and there's none, this is happening right now in Africa. They're seeking for water. There's none. And the tongue fell for nothing. I, the Lord, will hear them. I, the God of Israel, will not forsake them. Amen. So he, this, is, this will happen practically instantly. I will open rivers and high places and mountains in the midst of the valley. I will make the wilderness a pool of water and dry land. Last spring of water, this also applies mostly to the millennium. But then will God do supernatural things? Yeah, he, yes, he will. Yes, he will do supernatural things because God has the power, and only him can do it. He can use his bride for sure. Verse 19, I will plant it in the, in the uh, wilderness of cedar, in the acacia tree, in the murder, in the oil tree. I will set in the desert for fig tree. Uh, in the pine and the box of the tree together, well, he, he, will, he will do all this in the millennium for sure, in the eyes of everyone to see. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. God can do anything. Verse 20, that they may see and know and consider and understand together that the hand of the Lord has done this and the Holy One of Israel has created it. Well, the whole millennium is a miracle. What he's going to do there, it's, it's totally, everything he's going to create, look at the word he uses, create. Because a lot of people wonder, how will the millennium come about? Well, the Lord will create it. You look at the word, verse 20 there, Isaiah 41, 20. 
Hallelujah. The only one that Ezra had created it. He's going to create it with his power. Just in the beginning, hallelujah, he made the heaven, he made the earth, and then one word in the glass came out, let the lamp produce glass. And and so he created everything in the beginning. Well, so the same thing he'll do in the millennium. A lot of people believe that this earth the way it is, some of it will be preserved because you read in Revelation, preserve the grass, or not destroy the grass, because if because everything has a time you it's gonna be destroyed. But this earth it will not be the same earth that will be used for the millennium. Why? Because it will be destroyed, will be renewed again. All this oil that has been thrown in the sea and all that cannot be there when the Lord makes a new earth. All that will be taken back to its place. It, the earth will be completely renewed, brand spanking new. The earth will be again, brothers and sisters. Praise your Lord. So the millennium is totally different than what a lot of people have imagined that uh, this earth, the way it is, the Lord is just going to, to to bring it into the millennium. No, it's going to be completely new, completely new. He's going to have to create it, as he used the word created. Uh, if he wanted to renew it, he would have said renew, but he says created. He uses the word created for the millennium. Thank you, Lord. Verse 21. Produce your cause, says the Lord. Bring forth your strong reason, says the king of Jacob. I love it because he said, bring forth your, 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 forth your reason. And I know what your wisdom and your understanding, because now we have the understanding from God. Our brain is being used 100% in the millennium. Now the Lord says, how to produce your cause, says the Lord. Bring forth your strong reason, says the king of Jacob. So people will be able to apply the reasoning, will be able to think and say, and they will be heard because they will be king and priest for the Lord Jesus Christ. The word of a king, the word of a priest is very important. So your word, my word, in the millennium will be a powerful word. And just as the king said, let it be written, when we, when we speak in the millennium, so let, let it be written. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Yes. Uh, they will, David will be here. I'm not sure if Peter, Paul, and John will be here because the Lord has a purpose with everyone. Amen. But I don't know King David will be here. I'm not sure every, Abraham will be back down. I know Elisha comes for the tribulation. I don't know if he comes later on. And, and Enoch and Moses. Uh, I'm not sure if Moses is coming back. You know, it's all those mysteries that we want to know, all those questions will be answered to us when we go home in the rapture, for sure. Verse 22, let them bring, let them, bring them for us and show us what, what shall happen. Let them show the former things, what they be, that they may consider them and know the, the, the latter end of them and declare us the things to come. You see that? We will have knowledge of the things that happen and the things that will happen. That will be, that's incredible. That is incredible right there, verse 22. The bride of Christ, when they go home and it gets a glorified body, or, or when it gets a glorified body, and 100% of her mind is being used in the knowledge of God, she will have knowledge of the past, of the former things, what they, what they be. Hallelujah. Let them show the former things, what they be. May consider them and all the latters, laters, the end of them. So we will have knowledge of the past, of former, present, 
and the future, brothers and sisters. We can talk about it. In a 100% uh, brain being used, we will have all this knowledge. And when people want to know, and you may say, who wants to know? There's a lot of people in the body that don't know what's going on. Their life is just being tested in the body, and you've got millions, maybe billions of them, and they want to know a lot of things that you and I will know, and we'll have plenty of knowledge of it to explain to them. That's why a lot of people say, why are you going to evangelize in the millennium? Because when you get to the millennium, you can know and understand that there will be a lot of people with lack of knowledge. And what the God says in this Lord, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Hallelujah. We were known as we are known. Praise God. That's a great verse there. We will know. And so when we come to the knowledge and we come to the millennium, we can, I can go out and preach to these people and let them know the things that they don't know. The knowledge that will help them not to follow Satan when he is released at the end of the tribulation. Satan is going to be released for a short season, three months, for three months. So when Satan is released for three months, he's going to deceive the nation. If we are not doing our job to evangelize these people and give them all the knowledge we have about Jesus and his salvation, they're going to run and follow the devil. And I've seen that. The Lord showed it to me. I saw Satan being released, and I saw him going out to see the nation. And I was, I'm standing there as I see the multitude of millions and billions running to the devil. He says, follow me. I will not give you the demand that he does. And they just started following. Where do you come from? I come from a long vacation, lying and deceiving. And people like blindly just follow the devil. Why? Because people, somehow, the devil has deceived them that they can live without God. And that's impossible. No one can live without God. There is no way that no one can live without God. That's why God is going to destroy those that believe that and follow that idea. Throw them in the lake of fire, and then it's all about it's all about our Father, Christ, and the Church, the Bride, in Israel. That's all it's going to be, brothers and sisters. And a lot of people don't realize that this is it. This is it. This you go into the millennium without any knowledge, or, or these people go into the millennium without any knowledge, they'll be in trouble because the devil will be released after a thousand years, and he already had enough time to plan. How he's going to deceive the third part of the earth, like the center of the sea, said Revelation 20. So, please, we we need to commit our life to the Lord and truly want to be used by Him, because there will be a lot of deceiving by the end of the, of the millennium. This this time here has practically end, and it, it, it's just we are so close to be going home that a lot of people don't even realize, but they can sense it and feel it in the spirit. Why? Because the Messiah is coming. Why do people feel understood? Because, again, let me go to John. I want to explain this. because This, this is going to make sense to a lot of people and help them understand why do people feel in the spirit that Jesus is coming. And there's a relationship of coming of Jesus and people feeling in the spirit and their beings to be more specific that the Lord is coming. How come people are feeling it in their beings? Say people, not say people. Christian, non-Christian, believer, non-believer, how come they can sense it in their beings that the Messiah is coming, that God is bringing a change? Well, in John uh, 1, 3 says, all things were made by him, and without him there was nothing that was made. So every single human on this earth, Jesus Christ, hallelujah, 
had a hand in them. Try to make some sense of it. Sense of it. He had a hand in their life. So their beings, whom they are, were made by the Lord in the womb of their mother. So in relation to Jesus, his creator, everyone creator, my creator, we can sense his movement. We can sense his plan because it's so great. He's so powerful. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So we, we live and move in him. Thank you for us. Praise the Lord. And so humanity can feel his coming. Hallelujah. And he is coming. He's very close. And everyone can sense it. I don't need to be telling you that Jesus is coming. In reality, if people pay close attention to what's going on in, in their life, they will sense Jesus is coming. But because we're speaking the truth, we got to say Jesus is coming. And that will relate to them what they're sensing, what they're feeling. They are not believers having dreams from God in regard to the coming of Jesus that they know. I had some people say, tell me, I, I'm not a Christian, I don't go to church, but I have this dream, and it's so real. And the person is shaking, and the, the hair, the hair and the arm is standing on them. Brothers and sisters, why? <laughs> That's how real it is. That's how real it is, brothers and sisters. That's why they can sense it. And they tell me, I'm not a believer, I'm not a Christian. Maybe you, you know, you you look like you're a Christian, and this and that, they say to me, Hallelujah. We are being prepared for his coming. This is why we are told to repent. Repent daily as much as you can. Praise the Lord. But these non-believers, non-Christians can sense that something is going to happen. And they cannot put the finger on what it is. The coming of Jesus, that's what it is. The coming of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Imagine that when someone tells you something like this. I, I get excited. <laughs> they look at me. No, I get excited. Because it's supposed to be. And him was life. And the life was the life of, of men. The life in every man right now. Hallelujah. That life was in Jesus first. Because he is the life of the world. He is the light of the world. And he's the life of the world. And so that's why every single life, every single human being on this earth can feel whatever he's planning. If he's coming, they can feel it. And when he comes, this is a shame. This is a shame. Because the Lord also, uh, the Lord told me this himself, that when the rapture happened, they will know it was God. The Jewish people will know. The nation will know that it was the Lord that took them home. They will know it, God. Why? Because as he comes close to the earth, because Jesus is going to come to the close of the earth, he's going to be in the cloud. It will be a cloudy day for sure. Very thick, heavy-duty cloud. Thank you, Lord. And I'm pretty sure if, if NASA can send a telescope or a plane in the cloud while the rapture is happening, they might take photo of Jesus and the bride of Christ. Never thought of that one, Elvie. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Because it's going to be real. It's going to be real. Thank you, Lord. And so if, if the U.S. can send plane in the air while the, rapture, while the rapture is happening, and there might be some nations having planes, spy plane in the air, that will take photo of thousands of people in the cloud dressed in white going up. And there will be a lot of wondering. They might not release the picture right away. They might keep it to study it and wonder what that is. And then release it to the world and say, well, we, uh, one of our, our pilots took some of these pictures on the cloud when that happened two years ago or three years ago. And this is what, what 
and there were so many so much people crying and repenting. That was the rapture. That was the rapture. We I knew it was real. We didn't believe, but it was real. Thank you, Lord. But it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Amen. In the second coming, oh, I will see him. Oh, I will see him. Because he's real. He's real, brothers and sisters. He's real. Praise your Lord. And so uh, there will be a lot of things happening. If, if, if people can take photo of the planes of demons, principality in the air, and call them aliens, imagine when they take photo uh, of Jesus. And, man, that's going to be incredible. That's going to be incredible. And when they take photo of the bride of Christ going up in, in, in brand, new, brand new body, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And no one will deny, when Jesus showed himself up in the second coming in the year, and all I can see him, no one can say, that's not Jesus or that's not God. What is? What are they going to say? Thank you, Lord. They're going to know he was God. They're going to know it was him. And they will mourn. They're going to cry, the Bible says. Why? Because of a shame. Because the devil has deceived people to think that to, to, to think that Jesus is not real. That everything we're talking about is a scam. He's putting that in people's heart and head. Okay? Why? To deceive them. To lie to them. To mislead them. The devil loves to see people confused. But if you follow the reality of God, your own beings, you'll know how he's real. God is not a story. He's real, brothers and sisters. Jesus Christ is real. And the light shine in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Why did darkness come, not comprehend light? Because in order for, you, for anyone to comprehend light, you have to have a relationship with that light. You have to have a relationship. You have to be serving that light in order for you to comprehend it. That's why the world can... How can I receive the Holy Spirit? Can I comprehend God? Because they don't have a relationship with God. In order to comprehend it, they have to have it. They have to have it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Verse 9. That was true. That was the true light which lighted every man that came into the world. How does every man be alive by Jesus? Because you're not, you won't be able to see anything unless you are enlightened by him. His light is in your life. That's why children until seven, they, are, they, they have no sin. They're being enlightened. They're being prepared for this world. Why? Because they're coming from another world. Oh, God, I went so deep there. I'm sorry. Let me take a step back. <laughs> they, they've been put in the mother's womb by God. And, and everything is new. He makes everything new. He's a creator. And so, again, if I go any further, you're coming from another from another place, put in this body, amen, and praise God, God has to make you ready for this earth. As you have to be made ready, when you get raptured and you go into heaven, it's going to take you a little bit to, to kind of get used to that new life. Why? Because you're coming down from the earth from this darkness. You know, you're coming to the light. And it's, heaven is all light up. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. A lot of children, this happens to them. This is going to be an awakening. Are you sitting down? Make sure you're sitting down. Praise you, Lord. This happens to a lot of children. 
They remember seeing Jesus as a child. They remember talking to him every day. That happens to me. How many can say I? Thank you, Lord. As a child, a lot of you could see Jesus and talk to him. But what happened afterward? After you began to begin to the knowledge of sin, the knowledge of him kind of fade away. It is still there. It's scripted in your heart and mind. Thank you, Lord. But when you come to the relationship, all that comes to life in you. Because Jesus is the life, the light and the life. And when that light intense in your life, then you can see what's been there from God. There's so much of God in human beings that they don't even realize how much it is. How come you can respond to him? Praise the Lord. Because the devil cannot make anyone. He can ruin people's life. But he cannot make your life wonderful as it should be. God can. God can talk to you as a child, as a baby, as an infant. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So a lot of people can relate tonight that they spoke with Jesus as a child. They saw him. They talked to him. I remember talking to the Lord when I was a child, walking by myself and talking to him and him talking to me. I remember him talking to me as a child. But I lost that as I, be, as I began to the knowledge of sin. See, it was the knowledge of sin in the garden that separated, praise the Lord, amen, that separated man from God. The knowledge of sin, that was what separated them. Now, man knew how to sin. Amen. But when Jesus Christ comes into our life, he helps us to stop sinning. He can stop us from sinning, the word of God says. That's why we need to ask him to stop us from sinning. Because the knowledge of sin is what is, hallelujah, the knowledge of sin and the practice of sin is what separating us even more from the sin. It's a war between God and us. So that relationship we have as a child, we lost. That's why it's so good to raise the children in the Lord, serving the Lord, because they, they stay connected with the Lord. They can still hear the Lord. That's why that brother that, that got the RFID, the RFID in his right hand, since he was a child, he can hear the Holy Spirit talking to him. And because his parents always took him to church, he can always hear the Lord. He can always go cry to his room and talk to the, to the Holy Spirit, and he can hear his voice clearly. Why? He always had the blessing. But when he got the, the RFID, he lost the Holy Spirit. Now he, he tried to talk to him. He, he said, Brother Elvie, help me, help me, help me. Please talk to the Lord for me because he doesn't talk to me no more. Oh, that was so sad. That, that was one of my the saddest emails that I can ever uh, uh, ever receive. One of those saddest texts on, on Facebook that I can ever receive from 19 years old and lost the Holy Spirit when he got the RFID. He cannot hear the Lord no more. He had heard the Lord since he was a child, raised in church by his mom, his parents. Hallelujah. That, that I had so much trouble really swallowing that that message from that young man because it, it was so hard for me. Um, see, my my heart is for people to come to the Lord and be saved and go home to be with the Lord. But to have to hear from someone who who has lost the Holy Spirit and God is not talking to him anymore, that is difficult to deal with, brothers. I don't know if it is to you, but it is to me. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. We, we don't want anyone to be lost. We want people to come to heaven. Hell is already full of people. 
Why would hell need any more, brothers and sisters? We want people to come to heaven. And I'm glad the Lord says, my son, if you don't understand, ask me. I, 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 I can explain it to you. Amen. Praise your Lord. And my goodness, very difficult, very, very difficult, brothers and sisters. Praise your Lord. I, it's really good to ask for prayer from people when, when you go through these things and, and you encounter people like this. And then I had three other sisters email me with the same saying that they got the RFID. And my goodness, I'm I'm already broken by the other friend. And and now the sister emailed me that telling me they're in the same situation, if I could help them. And I'm like, oh, man. I felt like closing down the Lord's Tower and not preaching anymore because I didn't want to meet no more people who had gotten the RFID and like I don't want to, I want to delete my email. I don't want them to email me no more. I don't want people to email me to tell me they got the RFID because that's that's so sad. That is so heartbroken. I was so heartbroken by the brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. So heartbroken for for these people. Praise you, Lord. And then they're asking me to ask the Lord. Yeah, that's even worse. Asking me to ask the Lord for them. You know, I'm like, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. Praise the Lord. But I, I praise God because here in the Lord's Tower, I have met people of God that truly have a wonderful relationship with the Lord. And they, when I talk to people on the phone, they immediately uh, started ministering to me and said, Brother Alvi, you know, don't worry. The Lord is in control. Just keep preaching his message. Don't. They can tell I was that. Uh, brother and sister say, how are you doing today, Brother Alvi? Praise the Lord. Because they know it is so hard. It's just so hard to minister to people when when you get email from people that, you know, have made those decisions and there's nothing I can do for them. In reality, there's nothing I can do. Uh, one of the cases, I, I was happy that the Lord says, my son, uh, you don't understand it. You, my, you, my people, don't understand the situation. Ask me, the Lord says, ask him. And that if they get the RFID in the body, they can have it removed. His word says in the right hand, I want to afford him. Amen. And I'm glad when the Lord revealed that to me, when the Lord spoke those words to me, that really, the Lord know how I felt. I was broken. I was truly broken. I needed the Lord to talk to me about it. And when the Lord spoke to me and ministered to me, it helped me so much to really be able to minister up a lot because I'm, I didn't know where to go to move forward. It was so hard. I was kind of stuck there. Like, oh, man, this, this is hard. This is hard. I'm here to minister to people. I'm here because the Lord wants me to be here, but me and uh, this, these people getting the RFID. This is hard. This is hard. You know, praise God. And I have people from Africa, all over the world, emailing me about this. And 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 people from Germany, sister from Germany, said, "Well, we have it here. We have it here in Germany too." And the confirmation coming was coming through. More people contacting me. I said, "Oh wow, it's a reality that we want to ignore. The RFID is in a reality that." People are getting it in the right hand, and we want to ignore that. We don't want I, – I haven't talked about it for months now, about the RFID on the Lord's Tower, because it's a reality. We want to ignore it, but it's, it's happening. It's happening. The government keeps saying they keep, they're getting in the U.S. alone. 500,000 people a week are getting the RFID. That's according to the government. According to the government, brothers and sisters. And so – they know what they're doing. They got the computer and this stuff. But it, it's really, it's really, 
it, it's really sad. It's really sad. It's really, really sad, brothers and sisters. This is a Christian nation, okay? A Christian nation. And I heard that because I, I put on, I think it was CNN, and uh, Michelle Obama came on. They were interviewing Michelle Obama. And, and Michelle Obama and Obama were actually promoting this, and, and they were talking about it on CNN. And I said, oh, wow. I, I didn't have this. I didn't have no idea until they also mentioned this. Hallelujah. And when I saw that on the news, she's been promoting this, and they're congratulating her because 500,000 people are getting it a week. I said, there's nothing to be congratulated about that. You know, there's, not, there's nothing good about it. And then on the radio, I heard programs on the radio. Christian, one day I'm searching the radio for a Christian program, and I was traveling. I remember where I was. And and on the radio, they were talking about children in grammar school, children in California and other states that the, uh, the teachers are teaching them about the RFID, the benefit of the RFID. These are still children. Uh, five, six, seven, and on, and and they are being told by the teacher uh, to talk to the pa- parents about having the RFID and the benefit. They're giving a pamphlet to get to the children the information about the RFID and the benefit of it. And I said, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness. Oh, that is so sad. That is so sad. You know, and a lot of parents don't have this information because that was not in school back then. Their children now are having that information from the teacher. You know, kindergarten, oh man, this is so sad. It's, when, I ho- when I heard that on the radio, I said, oh, wow. It's also, it came out because some parents were showing their concern about it, you know. And, and, but there's nothing they can do because it's, a, it's in public school. It's everywhere. It's in the government. And anything that is in the government goes straight to public school. Brothers and sisters, hallelujah. So it's happening. Again, God is going to allow it because evil is in the world, brothers and sisters. That's evil is in the world. Uh, Isaiah 41, uh, 23, uh, show the things that are to come hereafter that we may know that ye are gods. Yea, do good in, uh, or, or do evil that, uh, that they we may be dismayed and behold it together. I won't go into that one. Verse 24, Behold, ye are, ye, ye are nothing, and, and your work not in abomination, and he that chooses you. So again, you, you got the different people in the new world, older people, I may call them. Verse 25, I have raised up one from the north, and he shall come from, from the rising of the sun, shall he call upon my, my name, and he should come upon the princess and, and upon mortar and a supporter to add the, the clay. That's Jesus Christ. That's the one. It is Jesus Christ. Believe. Thank you, Lord. Praise to God. Who have declared from the beginning that we may know in fourth time or before time that we may say he is righteous, yea, there is none that showeth, yea, there is none that declareth, yea, there is none that heareth, your word. The, the first shall say to Zion, Behold, behold, behold them, and I will give to Jerusalem one that bring a good tithing. 
That is Jesus Christ. He's the only one that brings good tidings. Great, good news, brothers and sisters. Praise your Lord. For I beheld there was no man, even among them, there was no counselor that when I asked them could answer a word. Praise your Lord. Behold, they are all vanity. Their works are nothing. There is, their modern image are, are wind and confusion. See, that's what the devil loves to bring to people's life, confusion, nonsense, and foolishness. That's what he loves to bring to people's lives. Praise the Lord. But the Lord tells us in his word that he would do this. So it's for us to really, then he continues in chapter 45. Uh, 43, I'm sorry. But now that said the Lord who created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee, thee. I have called thee by the name thou art mine. So if anyone will say that the Jewish people are not of God, God says in his word, they are mine. Praise you, Lord. That's what God says in his word. They are his. They are his. Thank you, Lord. And he, that's, that's a clear mind there. When thou passest through the water, I will be with thee. And through the river, that they should not overflow thee. Well, they, they, they went through the Red Sea. God was with them. They went through the river Jordan and dry. God was with them. When thou walkest through the fire, the fire, fire will come down from heaven in the tribulation. Thou should not be burned. So Israel will not be burned in the tribulation from the fire from heaven. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. So whatever fire, whatever nuclear weapon, Whatever missile, Russia, United States, Japan, and China drop on Israel, God said that when they do this, God says, Hallelujah, it shall the flame kindle upon thee, it will not harm the Jewish people. Why? Because the Lord said, I will be with thee. And I saw that Jesus took me in the tribulation, and I saw these planes from the United States, China, Russia, Germany, France, dropping bombs on the Jewish people, but the protection of Yeshua, Jesus was there protecting the Jewish people. Thank you, Lord. He says it through, through hallelujah, through his prophet Isaiah, when thou passest through the water, I will be with thee, and through the river, hallelujah, shall not overflow thee, when thou walkest through the fire, that's the tribulation, thou shall not be burned. Neither should the flame kindle upon thee. Why flame? Because every missile, every nuclear weapon, they create huge ball of flame. And God said, I will be with thee. He's going to deliver the Jewish people from the nuclear weapons. He knows the nation will rise against the Jewish people to try to eliminate, eliminate them from the map. Hallelujah. Remove the name of Israel from the map. But God says he will be with them. Thank you, Lord. And when you have some, that kind of protection, brothers and sisters, you can never lose. You always win. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God is so awesome. Thank you, Lord. Verse 3, he says, For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. I gave Egypt for thy ransom. Ethiopia and Sabah for thee. He gave three nations there. He gave Ethiopia, he gave Sabah, and he gave Egypt for the ransom of Israel. To get them out of there, out of slavery. To come and serve into the mountain. Thank you, Lord. To bring them to the promised land. Hallelujah. The Holy One of Israel. God always identify himself as being holy. I don't know how can people ignore that. Because a lot of people do ignore that. Praise you, Lord. Verse 4. Since thou was precious in my sight, thou hast been honorable. I have loved thee. Therefore, I will give me for thee in people for thy life. 
How much is God willing to give for the Jewish people? How much nation do you think God is willing to give for the Jewish people? For Jacob? For Israel? How much? Well, let's, let's read it again. Since thou was precious in my sight, thou hast been honorable. I have loved thee. Therefore, I will give men for thee and people for thy life. It don't matter how much. He will give them for Israel, for the nation of Israel. That's why the nations are not in a good standing with God. He will give them all just to deliver Jacob out of trouble. Just to deliver Jacob out of trouble, he will give all the people. Praise the Lord. I will give men for thee and people for thy life. And not that God don't, you know, don't love the other people. Oh, he loved the other people, but he loved Jacob. He loved, says, thou was precious in my sight. Thank you, Lord. Thou was precious in my sight. God, that's why right. everyone hate Israel now. That's why right. all the nations are rising against Israel. Why? Because the enemy knows who Israel is in the eyes of God. The devil knows. So he has to raise people to try to eliminate them. You know that the devil has tried to eliminate the Jewish people since day one? Since day one? Since Lot was taken captive by those kings. Since Lot was taken captive by those kings. Hallelujah. Why, why did the enemy raise those kings to take Lot and his servants and all his household captive? Because Lot was the nephew of Abraham. And the devil had a plan. If I can get Abraham and his servants to go after Lot, I can get them there in the valleys and destroy Abraham. And there will be no descendant. Because God made Abraham, Abraham a promise that his seed will be like the star of heaven and like the sand of the sea. The star angel being born to Abraham and the sand of the sea man being born of Abraham. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Abraham, hallelujah, having the sending of angels. Star talks about angels being born through Abraham in this time. Thank you, Lord. And so, because Satan knew that, and Satan wanted to kill that plan. By killing Abraham, he raised those kings by killing Abraham, killing Lord, killing Abraham. He thought he could eliminate God's plan. So he tried. He tried. Praise you. Amen. We are the seed of Abraham. Thank you, Lord. It's by doing that, the devil tried to destroy But God was with Abraham, and God gave Abraham Hallelujah, the victory over all those kings. Then came Christ, hallelujah, as a high priest, and Abraham gave him all the time. All the time he gave him. Thank you, Lord. He was so obedient, Abraham, to God. His time was not going to hold him back from receiving his blessing. That's why Abraham was blessed and his descendants. So, thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. God was willing to give everything for Abraham. Then he not saying, Joseph and his plans were agent to deliver Jacob and his family from hunger, from the famine. You think God did not plan, hallelujah, to deliver uh, Jacob from the famine? Of course he did. That's why he, he sent uh, Joseph to go down to Egypt and make him the right hand of Pharaoh. And then Pharaoh gave, hallelujah, 
uh, Jacob a land. Thank you, Lord. Where the high priest will be kept, the elder will be kept, until Moses will come. It was all planned by God. When you go to heaven and you see God's plan from the beginning, you're going to laugh. You're going to jump up and down. You said, man, and we read this on earth, and we thought it was just coincidence. Oh, there's not a, there's not a single word. There is not a single dot or comma in the word of God. There's a coincidence there. Everything was meant by God. He had it, he had it all planned right from the beginning. Everything that Joseph was going to go through, God knew from the beginning. That's why Joseph had the victory from the beginning. Although Jacob was already all in thought that his son Joseph, thank you, Lord. Listen to this. His thought that his son Joseph was killed. Praise you, Lord. That is Israel thinking that there's no bride of Christ. And Joseph is a type of the bride of Christ. Jacob thought that Joseph was dead. That's what Israel thinks about the bride of Christ. But the, because the bride of Christ is a miracle of Jesus, a miracle of God. Thank you, Lord. So while Jacob was suffering, while Jacob was suffering, hallelujah, God was raising up Joseph. God is raising up. While Israel is suffering, God is raising up the bride of Christ. And he says in his word, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Pray for the peace of Israel. Pray for them. He gives us a task. You pray for them. Praise the Lord. Because one day, we and the Jewish people, our brothers and sisters, we're going to hug in the millennium together, serving the same Messiah. We are the bride, and they are God's people. Thank you, Lord. Why are we made according to the priesthood of Jesus Christ? Melchizedek. Because Melchizedek was like a miracle of God with Jesus Christ. We are made in the end king in the millennium. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. While Israel thinks the, 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 the church is dead, because the church don't have Torah. The, the rabbi thinks that the church is dead because the church has no Torah. No. God already has a plan with the church. Church don't, Torah also means Messiah. We have Messiah. And Israel said we have Torah. We have the revelation. The revealed son of God is the Messiah, Jesus Christ. We have him. They have him. We have him. Thank you, Lord. Yes, we do. Uh, Joseph was not in Egypt then. Joseph was alive. And he was there because of the plan of God. God planned for Joseph to go down to Egypt and for Pharaoh to assault Joseph because God had a plan. I can't have a plan with your life in my life. And we come together at the end. Israel don't understand the plan of God through the bride of Christ, but it's blessed through the bride of Christ too. Thank you, Lord. Joseph blessed Jacob and his brothers. God blesses Israel through the bride of Christ. Thank you, Lord. Remember that we are a type of Joseph. Thank you, Lord. Israel thought Joseph was dead. Oh, but the church is, is alive. The church is alive. It's a precious church. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. He keeps us alive. That's why God can keep it all together in Christ. He can hold it all together in Christ, and he's doing it. He's doing it, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. The only thing that the, the church is like the clay. Hallelujah. And we are being formed. We are being formed. We are being formed. And the secret of the church is not revealed yet. It's going to be revealed into a glorious bride. Thank you, Lord. People are going to understand on this earth in the revival when before the church gets taken up, gets glorified. When the church gets glorified, hallelujah, then the, the world would understand and say, how come these people can fly? How come these people can move like, like Adam, like Jesus walked on water? Greater things than he you will do, said Jesus. We will be able to walk on water before we go home. And when people see this brighter kind walking on water, greater things than he said the Lord. Hallelujah. Speaking to the wind and the wind obeying us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Then they would understand and say, oh, wow, we could have been part of that. You see, you see that, that that's what they don't understand, brothers and sisters. They could have been part of that that they did not believe. Thank you, Lord. But remember that Joseph's brother did not believe Joseph when he shared the dream. You see, God speaks to the bride to dream some vision. Well, God gave Joseph a dream, and when he shared with his brother, they got jealous and rejected him. We are rejected because the world and anyone don't understand what God is showing us. We, we, we only know. We can talk about, amongst each other and understand what we're saying because it's coming from the Lord. But the rest of the world cannot seek and not understand. Israel cannot understand the dream of, of Joseph. The father only wanted. Remember, the father did not understand. Israel did not understand. Jacob did not understand. But then, praise the Lord. He knew God had a plan with Joseph because Joseph is a son. We are a son. Remember that the mother of Joseph cannot have any babies. So how did Joseph became to be? A miracle of God. Read it. That's how the bride became to be. A miracle of God. The bride of Christ is a miracle of God. As Joseph was a miracle of God, his mother could not have. She, had to, she brought to Jacob as a slave for her to have a baby because the God had mercy enough in her womb for her to have a baby. Thank you, Lord. And then came Joseph and then his brother. Thank you, Lord. Joseph was a miracle baby as Isaac was a miracle baby, brothers and sisters. A type of Jesus. A type of the, the, a type of the bride. We are so connected with Christ that the bride don't even realize. We are so connected with him. Thank you, Lord. So connected. Mary had a boy by, by the miracle of God. We are so connected. We are born by a miracle of God, the bride of Christ. Thank you, Lord, for his miracle. Verse 5, fear not, for I am with thee. I will bring the, thy seed from the east and gather thee from the west. God knew that, that Israel will be scattered. Hallelujah. And God says, I will bring you from the east to the west. Praise you, Lord. And he had done that. I will say to the Lord, give up. And to the south, keep not back. Bring my son from far and my daughter from the end of the earth. 
Now, this is also a type of rapture. This is a type of rapture. God says, bring them. Hallelujah. From, from the north, from, from the east to the west, like a lightning when the sun cometh. Well, uh, God says, give up. He says to the north, give up. Hallelujah. And to the south, keep not back. Right? Because we are going up. We are going up. This is a type of life. Come out, my children. Nothing may hold up by the oil of God, by the voice of an archangel. We go up, the trumpet. Hallelujah. And, and the south cannot, cannot hold us back. They might sound from fire, my daughter from the end of the earth. No matter whether it's a Christian, when that trumpet sounds, God gives the order, and we're coming up. We're meeting the Lord in the cloud very soon. Type of rapture, brothers and sisters, to the prophet Isaiah. Nothing can hold us back. Verse 30. And everyone that is called by, the, by my name, for I have created him for my glory, I have formed him, yea, I have made him. Who is he talking about? The Messiah and the bride and Israel too. Everything was made through him, remember. Everything was made through him. He made the Messiah, the Messiah he made us, and through the, through the Messiah he made Israel, and to the Messiah he made the church through him. I had, for I have created him for my glory. Hallelujah. I have formed him, yea, I have made him. Everything is made through Jesus Christ, Israel and us. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 8, bring forth the blind people, the eyes, hallelujah, that have eyes and deaf that have ears. Let all the nations be gathered together, and let the people be assembled. Who among them can declare this and show us the former things? Let them bring forth their witnesses, that they may be justified, and let them hear and say it is true. Every single Christian has to say this word is true. What God says is true. Why? Because God cannot lie. He's not a man that he will lie. Ye have witnesses, says the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that ye may know and believe me and understand that I he before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be after me. There was no God before the Messiah Jesus. Hallelujah. He's the Almighty. To the mystery of Christ and God. Christ identifies himself as the Almighty. Identify himself as God. It may take us a long time to say who Christ is, Emmanuel, God with us. Praise the Lord. But we, are, we will get it in heaven completely and fully when we have 100% of our mind. Thank you, Lord. The Alpha and the Omega, the, the beginning and the end, T.S. In another word, there was no beginning without him, and there will be no end without him. Praise you, Lord. Everything was made. Hallelujah. And so there's so much to, to say about it. Verse 11, even I, I, even I, the Lord, beside me, there is no Savior. See, salvation can only be applied to Jehovah. So Jehovah will have to come in the flesh as the Messiah. <laughs> Boy, did I say that complicated now. Praise the Lord. That's why if we get into it, we will end up knowing that Jehovah God is Jesus Christ. Or that Jehovah God became Jesus Christ. 
But it, it, you have to go back in the word. But it, it, this is the way it won't be. And this is the way it is. God is one. God is one. He can show himself in three persons, but he's one. Thank you, Lord. The way the, the, God showed to me in heaven, I saw the Father in him and Jesus with one. You cannot divide them. They were just one. Praise you, Lord. But even that for me is hard to explain it. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, God. My goodness, God is so awesome. I have declared and I have and have saved and I have shown when there was no no strange God among you, therefore, ye are my witnesses, says the Lord, that I am God. You see, the Son of God is God. And people try to separate them. You cannot. It's only one, one God. One Savior, one Mediator, one Creator. Thank you, Lord. The Father of all and all. Thank you, Jesus. That's the way it is. Yea, before the day was, I am He, and there is none that can deliver out of my hand. I will work, and who should turn it back? Whatever He does, no one can turn it back. So we, we are in His plan. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Verse 14, Thou said the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, for your sake I have sent to Babylon, I have brought down all the nobles and the Chaldeans who cry is in the ship. Thank you, Lord. He brought all the enemies down. Verse 15, I am the Lord, your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. Boy, he identified as his King. He will make us, uh, hallelujah, priest and king for him, for him, but he's our king, king of king and lord of lord. There it is. There it is, brothers and sisters. Jesus is our all, brothers and sisters. He is our all. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. He is our all. He is our all. And him is what, whom we need. We need him more than anything, brothers and sisters. We need him in our life more than anything, my brother and my sister. Thank you, God, for Jesus. Thus say the Lord who made a way in the sea and a path in the mighty waters. See, by him dividing the sea and making it dry for the people to go through, he right there was showing his power immediately to the people to see that they were serving the real God. Because not a God has done this in history. My only Jehovah God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. So he showed his power. And so when Jesus comes from the bride, he's going to show his power. The Jewish people will immediately, their eyes will be open and say, no one else can stand that but God. But God. But God. When the brother of Joseph finds out, when they went down to Egypt to buy grain, and Joseph revealed himself to them, when they went back to Jacob, and they told Jacob that their brother was alive, what else they have to tell Jacob? They told Jacob that Joseph was the right hand of Pharaoh. Okay? And they started telling uh, Jacob how God brought Joseph there and delivered him, put him in position. When, it, when Jacob heard the story of Joseph, Jacob believed the only God, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, his God, can done this. When they told him the story of Joseph, 
when the bride of Christ gets raptured, the eyes of the Jewish is going to be open because they are going to realize that only God can do such a thing. That's why Jacob, that's why the eyes of Jacob were open and wanted to go, go down to Egypt. Remember that Jacob did not want to go down to Egypt. The reason why Jacob stayed in the land, because that was the promised land. He did not want to go down to Egypt. Remember Isaac? God told him not to go down to Egypt, his father. So Jacob really wanted to stay there. But God had a plan now to bring his children out of Egypt, that they will be safe for 450 years. So now Jacob, when they went to the story of Joseph, and how God had been with Joseph, and how delivered Joseph, and how made him the right hand of Pharaoh, he said, this can only be done by God, because I know my son could not get himself into there. It was God all the way with Joseph. It was God that raised Joseph. It was God that put Joseph in that position, in that such a high position, that now can help his brother and his family. And that's when uh, he realized that it was God. That's how the Jewish people realized when the rapture happened that it was God. Thank you, Jesus. And their eyes are going to be open. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. But this has to happen. It has to happen. The rapture has to happen. To bring forth the chariot of the horses, the army and the power, that they shall lie down together, they shall not rise. They are extinct. They are quenched as tall. He destroyed all the enemy. Remember, he now the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. So God said, forget about the old things. Forget about what happened. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now I shall spring forward. Should ye know I not? I will even make a way in the wilderness, in rivers and the desert. I am bringing a thousand years of Christ, a new millennium since God. It's a new thing, a new millennium on the earth. Thank you, Lord, for his people to enjoy the bride of Christ and the Jewish people. He's going to choose 12,000 out of the 12 tribes of Israel. And they're all together will be 144,000. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. Thank you, Jesus. They are going to go into the millennium in such a special way. My brothers and sisters, please continue to support this program. We are supporting the children in Israel and in Africa. Please let's continue to support Israel. There is great need in Israel. I'm happy that the organization that we are supporting in Israel, brothers and sisters, they are doing better. They are supporting family. Children are eating with our support that God is using us to send to Israel, the bride of Christ, children in Israel are eating. Plus in Africa, too. The children in Israel eating, brothers and sisters, family. They're able to, more family are being reached where the support was sending to Israel. And I know the support has slowed down for weeks now. I want to encourage people, let's continue to support them. As you support this program, we support Israel, and we pray for your financial breakthrough for the windows of heaven to be opened up in your life, for God to continue to provide. I am so glad that the people that have been supporting the Lord Tower, they have, they, God has been supporting their financial needs. Praise the Lord. And God has been taking care of them. Uh, I would say supernaturally because some people were supposed to lose their job. They never did. 
And those that lost their job got another job right away. Well, you got thousands and hundreds of thousands of people that cannot find jobs. The people that have been supporting us, God has provided a job to them. Brothers and sisters, this is the amazing thing that I share with people. The people that have been faithfully supporting us, God has been taking care of them. While other people, friends and family are losing their job, they're not losing their job. And if they lose their job, God provides for another job. Miracle and more miracle keep happening. Brothers and sisters, God also been healing people. He's also been bringing new people. Praise the Lord. We are praying for you day and night. And God is faithful, and the Lord has been confirming that he's been doing. He's been providing to his people. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So continue to be uh, faithful to the Lord, brothers. And here's the latest prophecy. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God is so good. God is so wonderful. Hallelujah. Shalom, shalom. My brothers and sisters, welcome to the Lord Tower. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We are going to have a great, great program tonight. Hallelujah. We have uh, a few sisters on the line who are Sister Carla, Sister Hallelujah Lavi, and I believe Sister Janet uh, are going to join us tonight. And I want to welcome them to the Lord Tower. Sister uh, Lavi, welcome. Hello, shalom, shalom. Love you all. Glad to be there. Amen. Sister Carla, are you there? Hello, Carla? Yes. Welcome to the Lloyd Tower. Amen. Okay, hello. Carla, are you there? Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Okay. Uh, so, okay, it might be another. See. I believe it's the same area call, hallelujah. I don't know if Sister Janet has still called in. Hallelujah, I don't see her name there. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Now, I know a lot of people came because they want to hear the testimony I have in tonight. I will share some of it for the people who did not, uh, were not here last night. I actually gave the testimony last night. Sister Tajana, uh, Sister Tajana was not on the program last night. So she missed it, amen? She must be driving because I see her going in and out. And I want Sister Zayana to hear the, the, the testimony. Hallelujah uh, uh, of the Lord taking me to heaven. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So I, I might just wait for her to, okay, she's logging again. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Well, welcome to the Lord Tower, Sister Zayana there. I don't know, she's probably driving from work. And she's probably having a problem with her internet. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Well, uh, the, the the revelation was that uh, uh, almost at 2 o'clock in the morning on Saturday morning, the Lord came with some angel to my room after my prayer time to take me to heaven, and, and they released a lot, a lot of oil over me. And, and, and uh, praise Jesus, hallelujah. The Lord took me, uh, hallelujah, had two of his angels take me to the third heaven, where the Father is, Shalom de Atayana. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And as I was taken to heaven, I opened up my eyes, hallelujah, and I and I, I looked right in front of me was the New Jerusalem. The New Jerusalem, brothers and sisters, that, that was so beautiful to see, hallelujah. Just like it says in Revelation 21, hallelujah, just in case you, you know, you wonder where it is. Revelation 21, I believe in 22, talks about it. 
And John says in Revelation 21.1, And I saw the new heaven and the new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth have passed away, and there was no more sea. And then John says on verse 2, and I, and I, John, saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepare as a bride adorned for her husband. Hallelujah. And so let me let me tell you what I saw. And so as soon as I was there, I saw in the midst of the New Jerusalem, like in one of the, in the hill or mountain, this big, this big lion, big, big lion, hallelujah. And he roared so strong, hallelujah. I believe it was heard all around heaven, which is the Lord Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ the, the, the lion of Judah, hallelujah, the lion of Judah, which I don't know where it is in the Bible, but I can look it up, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And it was so awesome to, to see Jesus, hallelujah. Hallelujah. To see him, hallelujah. And so Revelation uh, um, Revelation 5, 5, said, And one of the other said unto me, We now behold the lion of Judah, of the tribe of Judah, the ruler of David, have prevailed to open the book and to lose the seventh seal thereof. Hallelujah. And so Revelation 5, 5, which I'm going to go ahead and post it on the, on the chat room, hallelujah. Jesus Christ is the Lion of Judah. Hallelujah. And so, I saw the Lion of Judah. What a, what a powerful lion. Hallelujah. What a big lion. Hallelujah. I said it must be four times bigger than the lions we have over here on earth. Hallelujah. He, was so, he looked so powerful, so strong. Hallelujah. Mighty God he is. Mighty God he is. Hallelujah. And so I rejoiced for seeing the Lord. And he, his eyes were straight looking at me. Hallelujah. And so the glory of God is, is over the city. Hallelujah. And so once I was taken there, the angel on my left left me, and the angel on my right who brought me up there, hallelujah, and just put me down. Hallelujah. And I was looking at all this, and the roar of the lion, Jesus roar, the lion of Judah roar, and looking to my, to my, to my right. I'm looking at the door of the city, just as John described it in Revelation uh, chapter 21. And I'm looking, I'm looking to my, my right, to my left, and I'm looking the city is square, and I'm looking at the door, they're always open. That amazed me, hallelujah. Those doors are always open, just like John saw, just as it is described, hallelujah, in Revelation 21, hallelujah. That, and that, that was so awesome to see. Hallelujah. So awesome to see. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. That place is so holy. But I noticed that the whole city is like one precious stone. Okay. The street of the city is, is, is gold, transparent gold. Completely transparent. You know it's gold, but at the same time it's transparent. Hallelujah. You can, it's like you can see through the gold. That's how beautiful that gold is. And it shines with the glory of the Father on it. Because, of course, the Father made the city for his children, for his people, and, and, and for the people of Israel, hallelujah. And so that, that's, that's a powerful thing to know, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. That is so powerful to know that, that the Father made, made that, 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 that city for his people. He wants his people to rejoice, and it has his glory, hallelujah. But everything in the city shines, too. Everything in the city shines with the glory of God, and it's because it's also made, it made, it's like made perfect. Like every, everything there is like made of stone. 
Even the houses and the mansions in that city looks beautiful. Hallelujah. They, they shine. They, they look so beautiful. I was looking at the mansion. You know, and I know the Lord has shown me mansion for for the for the uh, um, for eternity, for eternity. When He showed me is eternity, Hallelujah. And also, this city will be on uh, back here on Earth again, on the new Earth, on eternity too, Hallelujah. But eternity is a separate planet. Just in case anyone wanted to know, Hallelujah. Well, Jesus did not speak to me. But he was he was standing there looking at me. The Father was speaking to me. So if the Father was speaking to me, that's the Lord too, because God is one. Amen. So I take that it was one. But Jesus did not speak to me. He was just looking at me. Hallelujah. With those uh, 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 piercing eyes, the lion eyes. You know, and I, I like to watch a lot of lions uh, um, on TV. Hallelujah. I like to watch them a lot. I, I admire lions a lot. And so seeing Jesus as a lion... That that tells me a lot. Gives me a lot. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And so again, the lion is the king of the jungle. You know, and he he he's the giant. The lion is the boss. Hallelujah. And so I love that. I truly love that, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. And so he he was really looking at me. Hallelujah. And, and this time, the week before, the Holy Spirit and the throne was looking at me with those eyes piercing right through me. It was like he was looking through me, the Holy Spirit. And I'm still meditating. Why was the Holy Spirit kept his eyes on me? Okay, why did he, he just keep his eyes so firm? And this time he didn't even smile. Because I seen the Holy Spirit before he smiled on me. And he had such a beautiful smile, the Holy Spirit. But this time he was just looking at me. Hallelujah. Uh, the Holy Spirit, he he looks like a like a he looks like a person, like the Lord. Okay, but he's not, he's a spirit. Hallelujah! It's a it's a being. It's a spirit. Yes, it's, it's a being. Hallelujah! And, and but he 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 has his unique his unique different. Okay, from the Father and the Son. See, uh, God is one, but the Father looks different from the Lord and the Holy Spirit, and the Lord looks different from the Father and the Holy Spirit. They got, that's why when you read up in the Bible about there's three that give testimony in heaven, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Testimony. The word testimony. Well, so when you seek out, what's your testimony? What testimony do you give? Hallelujah. Well, your testimony is of God, but you also got your own testimony whether you are, if you are a serious person, or, or, or what, are, what are you about? Hallelujah. Well, you know, what do you represent? Your own testimony. And everyone has a different testimony. The Holy Spirit has his own testimony of himself. Hallelujah. But I, I, I you know, this time he was just looking at me, the Holy Spirit. And i seen him before in his form of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Uh, the Holy Spirit has spoken to me before, but not this time in the throne when I see him. And so the Lord also has spoken to me many, many times, different times, but not, not this time. This time it was the Father. Hallelujah. And so the Father was speaking to me. He said, Father, he started talking to me, so I had to pay attention to the Father. Although the Lord was looking at me and I could see all the spirits and, and angels, different. This is another thing. There's different types of angels. And the Father wanted me to see this this time. 
There are different types of angel in heaven, which there are also different types of spirit. Hallelujah. When you read the Bible, pay, pay close attention to those details in the Word. Okay? Because the Bible tells you creatures. Okay? But that also means a lot. Don't take that for granted and think so. Oh, well, creature means human. Uh, 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 look it up again, buddy. Hallelujah. Uh, God bless you there, Sister Wolitsky. Hallelujah. Yes, yes. Thank you for that, Sister Wolitsky. Yes. Enoch had his own testimony. Hallelujah. And so everyone has their own testimony before God. Hallelujah. Everyone has their own testimony. And so the Father was speaking to me, so I, I kept my eyes on the Father, which he was up in the cloud. Okay, he was speaking to me from the cloud up in heaven, but it was like I could see his image. I seen the image of the Father before. I seen the Father. So, you know, his face was looking at me, so I had to keep my eyes on the Father because he was talking to me. Hallelujah. And then, you know, when the Father speaks, you've you got to listen to him anyway. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And so the Father was telling me, uh, I understand. Remember what I say, that that I was complaining to the Lord. Lord, you know, I, we just want you to come, Lord. You know, it's, it's so hard over here. We just want to go home, Lord. And so the Father says to me, I understand how you, my people, my children feel. Okay, my little ones. They use the word little ones. I know how you feel. Hallelujah. And, and so for the Father to say that to me, that's mighty. That's mighty. That he knows how we feel. Hallelujah. That's mighty coming from the Father. He knows how we feel, that we just want to go home. He knows. The Father knows that we just want to go home. We don't want to be here a day more. Amen. But everything is, is, is in the word of God. You see, he, and again, like I said to people yesterday, look. The Father knows the day and the hour. And the Father, let me tell you, he did not use the word soon. If the Father were to say to me, okay, if the Father were to say to me, my son is going for you, or I'm bringing you my people home soon, I would I would, I would, I would, I would drop back in the, in, in the floor, I think. And you say, why is that, Brother Ovi? Because you read in, 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 in um, Revelation 22, 22, Okay, it's Revelation 22, 7 and 12 and believe in 14, where Jesus says, I'm coming soon. He says that 2,000 years ago. Hallelujah. So if the Father says, my son is coming soon, I would say, oh, man, another 2,000 years waiting. Hallelujah. But that's not what he says. That's not, that's not the word he used. Okay. Okay. He says, my son, hallelujah, is going... Yeah, soon can be a year. Can be years. That's right. Soon can be years. That's that's what I meant by this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That you know, so he didn't use the word soon. Okay, he he didn't use non word. The word what he says to me, my son is going already to pick up my my people. Okay, okay. Uh, no, no. I, I'm I'm bringing my people home already. Okay. When so, but the word the word he said it already is in the process about going home now. Okay. So, that I love, that I love, because it's in the now, and the, the word uh, Sister John is using, now. I love that. It's in the process of him taking us home, because my question was to the Lord, you know, I was still here for years, a month, or what? What? What, you know, what, what are we here for? I want to have, I want to get, I want to have the right information. I want to be able to tell people, hallelujah. That we're going home already. 
Hallelujah. So when the father says he's already bringing us home, that gives me a, a, a confidence that we're truly going home any day now. Hallelujah. But if he were giving me the word soon, then I, I, I'm scratching my head again. Because soon can mean 2,000 years more. Hallelujah. But that's not what he said. So when he said it, I got the feeling that it, it, it's in, you know, it's in the now. It's in the now process. And I love that. I love that. It's like when people say in the office, ASAP. ASAP, you know, you, you are, right away you understand that means now. In the now, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So I don't think we're going to stay here for a year more. I don't, uh, hallelujah. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. And, uh, you know, I'm basing all this, okay, I'm basing all this that the Lord Jesus, the Lord Jesus Christ, took me from here to 2014 going month by month, okay, and show me that the tribulation started in 2014. This is where I'm basing my knowledge, okay? Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And if I was wrong, the Father would have said to me, my son, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're, you're wrong about your, 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 your understanding. You know, if God, re if God rebukes me, amen, fine. You know, like I was saying to Jesus, Lord, I'm a full prophet. You know, because I tell the people, you're, you're coming soon, you're coming soon. And the Lord says, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not, he says to me. Hallelujah. I don't have a problem saying that I'm a full prophet. If I am, if I am, I want to say I'm a full prophet. But the Lord says, no, you're not. No, you're not. God says, no, I'm not. Hallelujah. And so all that, it, it, it is so important to me and for the people. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And so God says I'm not a full prophet, you know. And I was there, man, Lord, just say I'm a full prophet. Lord. So I can go on the radio and tell the people I'm a full prophet. You know, what's the problem saying I'm a full prophet? That means I cannot preach anymore and I got to stay quiet, stay at home. Hallelujah. But the Lord says, no, you're not. No, you're not. And God is just true. Let all men be liars and God be truthful. God is true. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Because I don't want to be something that I'm not. But if I, if I am, if, if he tells me I'm speaking his truth, his word, his revelation. He says to me, you are, speak, you are saying what you hear. Hallelujah. What God shows me and, and, and tells me is what I say. And, and I, I try to do it 100%. Hallelujah. I try to do it 100%, not to say anything the Lord has not said to me. I don't want it because I know if I say that, I will be a full prophet. I don't want to say anything he has not said to me. So I, I'm trying to keep it 100%, hallelujah, of what he has told me and what he has shown me. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah, because this is for the benefit of God's people, so people can have hope in God and people can go home in the rapture. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. God is truthful. God, God cannot lie. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And so, the Lord gave me that revelation about the tribulation being so close. I share what the Lord has given me. I know I received this from the Lord. Hallelujah. And if, if it wasn't, the Father would have told me so. The Lord Jesus would have told me so. Hallelujah. See, even, even when he tells me something, I still go back to him. You know? Praise Jesus, hallelujah. But the Lord there told me in heaven, the Lord Jesus in his throne, he says, the devil has no access to you, my son. No access to you. No, none. 
devil has no access to you, my son. So he's keeping me protected. Okay, hallelujah. So the devil has no access to me. So I know I'm not getting anything from the devil. In another word, because he's keeping me protected under his protection. Hallelujah. And if I do anything that he don't like, he'll rebuke me right away. He has no problem rebuking me. That's all I tell the people. Hallelujah. The Lord sometimes has rebuked me so hard that he has shaken my whole body, me completely. Hallelujah. Because he wants, he wants total obedience. He don't, he don't want no disobedience. Hallelujah. He don't want no disobedience in us. As soon as there's any disobedience, he'll go ahead and rebuke me very hard. Hallelujah. Just to keep me the way he wants me to be. Hallelujah. His will be done on earth as it is in heaven. My brothers and sisters, hallelujah. That's very important that we understand, hallelujah. But he does it because he loves me. I know he loves me so much. I love him so much too, hallelujah. I, I want to please the Lord. You know, I want to please him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. I want to please him. And I want to go to heaven with him. Hallelujah. That, that's all I want. I want to go to heaven with him. I want to go to eternity with God. With my Father. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And again, again, he has chosen me to do his work. You know, praise God. All glory to him. Now, uh, eternity, I mean, um, the, the new Jerusalem, hallelujah, has all these, all these things. Hallelujah. All these mansions and made differently, all of them. Okay, just in case you were wondering that the mansions are different, they're not the same. So when you when you look at the at the mansion, every mansion is made for different people in there. Hallelujah! Yes, the disciple will, will have their own places over there, but so will you. Now, while I was in heaven, I was given another revelation of the millennium. Hallelujah! I don't know how this happened, but at the same time. You know, he's giving me, giving me another revelation of the millennium that he wanted me to tell people, which I shared with people yesterday. Uh, the Father has a lot of gifts for the people, okay, in the millennium. Hallelujah. He wants to give it to them and things that they want to have. Those that remain faithful to him, those that really wait on his son for this rapture, he is going to greatly reward them. Okay, that's one thing the Father says to me. Your suffering, everything that you're going through is not in vain. Hallelujah. You're doing it for me. That's the word he used. You are doing this for me, and I will reward you for this. Then he says, look to your left. Look, look to what I have for my people. And when I looked, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness. Soon as he says, looked, I looked. He has all these gifts. Hallelujah. In heaven for his for the bride of Christ, for his little children, he says. All this is for my little children, the Father says. Hallelujah, what a joy. He 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 is so happy when he talks about his little children. He wants them he wants like we say, he wants them so bad, but it's not bad, he wants them so good. Hallelujah. He wants them so good up there. He wants his children to be with him in heaven. Hallelujah. He just wants his children to be by him. To be in heaven with him already. He has pressed those words to me. So you, you think you want to go to heaven. The Father has a greater desire than you to have you by his sight. 
But you also got to understand that his word cannot pass away. Heaven and earth will pass, but not his word. So whatever God has spoken about the rapture and everything has to come to pass in God's timing. Hallelujah. Because everything is done in timing. Reclicity. Hallelujah. So the Father wants you up there. He wants you up there. He knows how much you want to be up there, but he also wants you to be up there with him. Okay? And he says, I'm going to reward my people, he says to me. Greatly, hallelujah. I'm going to reward my people greatly. And he showed me all those gifts, and I, I was blown away with everything he has. I don't think I can describe everything I've seen. Hallelujah. That's Revelation 22, uh, uh, I think it's 12. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. His reward, hallelujah, are mighty. Uh, 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 it's indescribable what he has for his children. Hallelujah. Why? Because... Here it is. This is what Jesus says. And Jesus said, Jesus spoke everything the Father gave him to speak. So the Father gave him this word, hallelujah. Behold, I come quickly, my reward is with me, to give to every man according to his work should be. Everything you have done for the Lord, hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's going to reward you for. Hallelujah. Nothing that you have ever done, no tear that you have, that you have ever dropped is, is in vain. He knows what how you feel. He knows what you're going through. Hallelujah. He knows the pain you have gone through, the infirmity, the headaches, the migraine. He knows everything that you have gone through down here for, for his name's sake, for his son's sake, and you're going to be rewarded mightily by, by, by Father God. Hallelujah. The Father has a sense of humor. Hallelujah. He, he is so awesome. Wait until you meet your Father. There's no word to describe him, how much he loves us, how much he cares for us, how much he loves his children. You should have heard him speaking about you, about his children, hallelujah. He is long-suffering, hallelujah. He loves his children so much. Everything, all he thinks about his children, all the time, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. All he thinks about his children. He wants to please his children. He wants to, the Father was letting me know that every desire that they have, he's, he's, he's going to satisfy. He's going to give to them. And he knows what each one of us want, too. That's why when he showed me the millennium, he showed me trucks, he showed me planes, he showed me cars, he showed me, I think it was uh, um, boats. Hallelujah. He showed me so many different things that people want to have. Hallelujah, that you may say, but this has nothing to do with heaven. But this is what people want to have in the millennium. And God is not going to say no to them. You don't understand. When you love, some, when you love someone, you want to see that person with a smile. You want to see that person happy. When you love them, the Father loves you. He wants to see you happy. So if you want to have a boy in the millennium to go out on the sea, he's going to give it to you. He's not going to deny you of that. If Sister Johnny wants to have a plane in the millennium, the Father's going to give him one. Just to see her joy. Hallelujah. Because she's going to be thanking him for this. Hallelujah. So whatever you, you want to have, you want to have a wife, you want to have a family in the millennium, or a husband, your sister, he's going to give it to you. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Because he loves you, he wants to see you happy. And then he, he gave me that revelation, so I will share that with you. <clears throat> Hallelujah. 
you know, in reality, I couldn't say, Father, but, you know, I'm here. You're, you're showing me the New Jerusalem. Why are you showing me this vision of the Millennium Father? You know, to tell people that you're going to give them trucks, plane, and all that, Father. What does that have to do with, 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 with heaven, Father? Come on, Father. Hallelujah. But no, I know what the Father means. He loves you. I could feel the love when he was speaking to me. Hallelujah. I could feel his love. He, he, you know, when, when someone wants something and he knows what they want, and he's just going to, the Father's a giver. See, this is one thing about God that people don't understand. God is a giver. Hallelujah. When, when God talks about love, love is something you give. It's not something you take. It's something you give. Hallelujah. That's what a lot of people don't understand about love. Someone can say, I love you. Hallelujah. But, you know, can, can you prove that? So that, that's how the Father does it. The Father tells you, I love you, but the Father also can prove it to you. He's going to give you heaven. He's going to give you everything he has. He already given out his son. A great proof of love to us. He already given out his son, and only begotten son. He already given it to us. He already has given out his Holy Spirit. His own Holy Spirit, He already given it to us. He already given us His own angels, who He created to serve Him. He already given it to us to serve us. Hallelujah. He already, he already given us His kingdom. His kingdom, hallelujah. The kingdom of God is among you. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. My brothers and sisters, God is a giver. And he's going to give to us, hallelujah, everything he says in his word. Hallelujah. Love, it's, it's just so much, it's just a word. Some people know love by a word. Hallelujah. But love is so much than that, brothers and sisters. So much more than that. And that's what God is. So much more than just a word, love. Hallelujah. Some people say, oh, God is love. And they fill their mouth with that word. But God is much more than love. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. God is ever happening. God is ever loving. His love endures forever. It's always in the, in, in the now, in the doing. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise. That's why when people, the redeemed, when they die and they go to heaven, when people die and they go to heaven, and they go to the throne of God, and they and they come down, they say, he's so much more. What they say is he's so much more. He is so much more than, than, than what the word says. He is so much more. Why? Because that's God. His word endures forever. It's so much more than the hallelujah is God. My brothers and sisters, hallelujah. That's the Father. That's his heart. For you and I. Hallelujah. But everyone has to experience God on their own. When you go to heaven and you go to see the Father, oh my goodness, you're going to get a revelation from the Father totally different from someone else, but it's, it's, it's in your own. Because He created you different than everybody else. Hallelujah. So He understands you 100%. He understands me 100%. He understands everyone 100%. Because he created us. That's why he's calling us unto him. Come unto me, all ye that are labor and tired, and I will give you rest. He's calling us unto him. Hallelujah. Because he loves us. He loves us. He understands us. He knows us. He's created us. Hallelujah. 
Praise Jesus, hallelujah. The Father, he is so great. He is so awesome. Such an awesome Father. I, you know, one minute with him, you just want to spend an eternity with him. And eternity is not enough. That's what I say. And eternity is not enough to be with the Father. Hallelujah. He is so awesome. He is so good. He is so wonderful. His love. It's love. It, it's, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. You don't want to come out of his presence. You know, his Father says to me, my son, enter, enter into the city, he says to me. And I'm looking at him, wow. You can't say no to the Father. You know, I can't say, Father, I don't think I'm ready to enter the city. No, you have to be obedient. So I said, okay, I enter the city. When I enter the city, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness, I started jumping up and down because the joy of the Father went through me. And I started jumping up and down with joy and thanking him, thanking him. I could not stop thanking him with the joy of his glory. His glory is so much, so, so much than what we understand, that we can comprehend. I was jumping, just jumping with joy, hallelujah, and praising him. Praise Jesus. Then I, I, I looked up other things over there, of angels and spirits and creations of God. And my goodness, Redeemer, redeems there. And they were, they, one of them we did looked at me with a smile. Hallelujah. Like, now you understand? Do you not understand now that God is beyond any human understanding? Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. I could not stop worshiping him. Thank you, him. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. He is so good. The Father is so, so good. Oh, my goodness. Hallelujah. And, and I just kept on looking. Hallelujah. You know, I try not to be too emotional. I don't know how many of you understand that. Hallelujah. I, 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 want, to, I want to praise God, but I also want to focus on what God wants me to focus on. Hallelujah. I don't want to just go there and just praise Him and forget about anything He's, he's showing me and telling me. No. I want to be focused on what the God wants me to say. Because if I come here and speak in tongues for two hours, how many of you will be edified? Hallelujah. If I come here, hallelujah, and I just open my mouth on this mic and just speak in tongues, boom, 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 hallelujah, in the spirit, some of, some of you, well, well, maybe will get blessed, but then 99 of the people don't get blessed, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So I, we, I have to, I, you know, I have to go in peace with the understanding that I got to listen to what the Father is telling me. I, I got to look at the Lord. I got to look at everything he's showing me so I can come here and tell you, hallelujah. Praise, because there's a message for you and for me, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So my emotion better stay down, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, so I can stay focused. Hallelujah, I'm the Lord. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Because, yes, you, you, you enter the city and all you want to do is worship. And worship and worship and hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. But, you know, I'm looking and I'm okay. The joy is, is unbelievable, but I have to focus also look around and see, hallelujah, everything so I can tell people, look, this, this place is beyond our understanding. But one thing I, one things I noticed Hallelujah. One thing I noted was that when the Father spoke to me, everything he said, it just came to be. When the Father said, look at what I have for my people, it just came to be immediately as he spoke the word. Hallelujah. It's like every word the Father speaks is a creator word. So you see how powerful the word of God is.
because he spoke, look what I have for my children. And immediately what he spoke was created right there in front of me. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh man, where did this thing come from? And I noticed it was the, the spoken word of, of Father God. The spoken word of Father God just created all those things, and hallelujah, instantly in front of me. And then when the Father says, the Father says then, look what I have for my children, hallelujah. Boom, I'm getting, I'm getting a vision for the millennium, and I'm seeing all these gifts he has for people. And I, you know what, what came to mind, what the Father said, said to me, look what I have for my children, when the, when the Lord showed me this, this, this marvelous, beautiful vehicle he has for me in the millennium, like an SUV, a great SUV, hallelujah, he has for me. That came to mind to me right away. Okay. Hallelujah. Because the Father is giving me this car. The Father is the one giving me this SUV. Hallelujah. Which I, I, I never have to stop to get for gas. I never have to stop for repair, and I never have to stop to, to so it look new. It will always look new, okay? It will never need repair. It will never grow old. You never have to change part of it, okay? And it will always drive great. Hallelujah. Always drive by itself. The car is like a life, okay? The car, you can let go out of, out of the steering wheel, hallelujah, and it will drive by itself. Hallelujah. Sister Janet wants a bike, I guess... The Father is going to give her a bike then. Hallelujah. That is so awesome. Hallelujah. So my brothers and sisters, what the Father is asking you and I, hallelujah, is to be faithful to him, to be faithful to his son, to seek his son, seek his son in righteousness and holiness. Hallelujah. Be obedient to his son. Understand that obedience is everything with the Father. Hallelujah. Understand that the Father wants you to keep his word. Hallelujah. And walk in a holiness life. Holy, the word holy means separated. Separated from sin, first of all. Second of all, separated from the world. Separated from everything that is not pleasing unto the Father. Anything that is sin, the Father wants you to be separated. Separated from, from the theater. Separated from the TV movie. Because there's so much adultery and fornication. Evil words on the movie. All these things contaminate your soul and your spirit. What is your soul and what is your spirit? Your soul and your spirit is you. This body is only a container of your soul and your spirit. A vessel of your soul and your spirit. Hallelujah. But your soul and your spirit, hallelujah, if you are safe and you are walking in obedience, your soul and your spirit are sitting in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. The Bible says in heaven. I seen this in the spirit. At one time I was taken to heaven. And everyone that is going home in the rapture with Jesus were in heaven standing in a line. Hallelujah. Standing in a line, the soul was standing in a line up in heaven. And in the beginning, I was like, What is this? And then the Lord, hallelujah, gave me the wisdom and the understanding according to his word that our soul, our spirit is setting heavenly places with Christ Jesus. You, which is your soul and your spirit, Paul says, you are setting, hallelujah, in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. It's you, your soul, and your spirit. And I went by everyone who is going home in the rapture, right from the beginning all the way to the one at the top. Everyone is a different level with Christ in their walk. Okay? People that are, that are very holy, 
How do I, let, I give you an example. Like Sister Chu Thomas, because she's already in heaven. I can talk about her. My Sister Chu Thomas walked in a, a holy way with Jesus down on earth. Okay. I see her in the top of the line in heaven. When I see everyone, so Chu Thomas was on the top of the line, very close to the throne of Jesus Christ. That's the top of the line. Hallelujah. And I marvel at this. She looked, her soul looks so holy. She shine, she shine with the glory of Jesus up in heaven. That's how my sister Sue Thomas and her walk with God is. Hallelujah. Very close with the Lord. Then other people that I also know, like, like Mary Kay Vaster, like, 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 like uh, Anna Rontree, like, uh, um, praise Jesus, hallelujah. Brother, brother Richard Sidman. Hallelujah. Many other people that are, that are walking in a holy walk with God, hallelujah, they are up, up at the top of the line. And they walk with God. Other people are going back the line, back the line, back the line, back the line. Hallelujah. And it, it was like everyone I've seen on television, hallelujah, not everyone, I'm sorry. Sorry for saying everyone seen on television. Everyone that is down here serving God in the world, in the world, is out there, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Their soul is up there. But not everyone that is famous is up there. Listen to this now. Because you have to be walking with the Lord and obedient with Him. Your relationship with Him is all with God. Okay? Your relationship with God is all to Him. Hallelujah. It's not what we say we are. It's what we prove God that we are. Our obedience. We, we get daily, daily test, testing. God... Gives a trials according to his will. Every trial that is given to us is according to the Father's will. This is why don't gossip it in your trials. Okay? Don't curse. Don't get mad at God. Don't say, I'm tired of these trials. I don't want it anymore. Don't say that. Because the Father gave Jesus each one of your, your testing down here in trials. Okay? Thank him for your trials. Thank Him for the tribulation you have to go through. Hallelujah. Because the Father chose them for you. Okay? Because if, if you are obedient to the Father in the trials and testing that you, have, that you are going through in your life, hallelujah, praise Jesus, He'll give you more. But every time He gives you more, the more help you get from God, the more revelation you get of God, the, the more spiritual wisdom you get, the more release of God over your life comes. As you grow up in God, hallelujah. Some people, hallelujah, the more Jesus, amen. Some people, uh, they give up on their test with God. Oh, I can't take it. So the test has to be repeated on the life again. Oh, this test again, they say. Oh, I'm tired. Why? The God has to bring this to my life again. No, because you keep on giving up on it. Don't give up, hallelujah, on anything God wants to give you. Hallelujah. Just say, Lord. Give me the wisdom, give me the understanding, Lord, to overcome, to, 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 to be strong in this trial, Lord. Give me your wisdom, give me your understanding. Help me, Lord, to, keep, to, to, to stay close with you and be faithful to you in this trial and learn from it, Lord. I want to learn from this, Lord Jesus. Please teach me, Lord. Be teachable. Be teachable. Hallelujah. If you think you're full, empty yourself. If you think you are full, empty yourself. Be teachable. Hallelujah. Be teachable with the Lord. 
Because if he wants to teach you something, say, Lord, hum when you humble yourself, you empty yourself. Well, repeat it again. When you humble yourself, you empty yourself again. That's why the Bible says, humble yourself. If my people who are called by my name humble themselves, you humble yourself, you empty yourself. Then God can give you new things. Some people, God cannot teach them anything new because they already think they know everything. Pride. Pride. So what do you need to do? Humble yourself before God. Say, Lord, I don't know, I don't know anything. Teach me. Teach me, Lord. Teach me, Jesus. Lord, I, you know I have very little uh, knowledge, Lord, and wisdom. Please give me wisdom and knowledge, Lord. Please, Lord, humble myself before you, Lord. Lord, if I thought I'm anything, I'm sorry, Lord. I repent, Lord. I repent pride, Lord Jesus. Please, I'm sorry for pride, Lord Jesus. I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry for I believe. I want to receive what you have for me, Lord. In Jesus' name. And so when you humble yourself before him, then God says, all right. Okay, I have much for you now. I have much for you. Now I can teach you. Now I can fill you. Because now you have empty up yourself. Hallelujah. And every time God gives you something, it's totally different than what you received before. Some people say, oh, it's always the same. Always the same because you don't humble yourself. You're always going to get the same. Hallelujah. Because you got pride in you. If you humble yourself, God will always give you something new. Always. Because the Father always has something new for his children. You know that, again, let me tell you, this sister, give you the story again in case some people didn't hear before. This, this holy sister of God says to the Lord, Lord, she kept praying to the Lord for months and months and years. She said, Lord, why do those angels on the throne of God keep on saying holy, holy, holy God Almighty? Why? Do, don't they get tired? Why do they always say Holy. And the Lord gave her a revelation of it. And he show, she showed her the throne of God. And he showed her the seraphim with his, with his wind flying around the throne of God, which is very big. Okay? Every time they go around the throne of God, they get a new revelation of God. Hallelujah. And every time they see a new revelation, all they can say is, Holy, Holy, Holy God Almighty, Holy, Holy. And, and they can't wait. They can't wait to go around, Hallelujah, to see the new revelation again. And they've been doing this for billions and billions of years. And they don't get tired. They want a new revelation of God. And because God is ever going they always get a new revelation. It's never the same. That's why they always want a new revelation. They can't wait to go around again to get a new revelation of God. Because God is ever, ever going. Hallelujah. No angel, not, no single angel in heaven knows God. Hallelujah. No single angel in heaven can say, I know God. None. Nobody can say that. None, 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 none can say, I know God. Every single angel in heaven, every single redeemed, every single spirit, every single creation of God, every single, hallelujah, true agents of God are always learning new revelation, new things of God for all eternity and will always be like this, brothers and sisters, always, always, no one ever, 
ever and ever and ever will ever get to know God. Hallelujah. We never stop learning about him. No one, no one, none of his creation. Remember, we are all creation of God. God created the heaven. Hallelujah. And then he created the earth, the Bible says. Clearly. He created the heaven and the earth. So what are we? Creation of God. That's it. That's all we are. Creation of God. Hallelujah. But he created us because he loves us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. They never stop. <laughs> they rest not day and night saying, Holy, Holy God Almighty, which was in him and he is to come. Now, let me tell you something. There is no night in heaven. There's no night in heaven. So why does it say day and night? Okay. Let me tell you why. For your information and for my information. So we know. Hallelujah. So we know what is going on. There's no night in heaven. There's just no night. There's no time neither. The angels and redeemed has no uh, recognition of time up there. No way, no way, no way. They only know time as a creation of God. That's it. Okay? That's it. That's it. They don't know time. Hallelujah. They just don't know time. Those, those little things that we know, like time, up there mean nothing. Mean nothing. In case you wanted to know. Hallelujah. So, when they say they are day and nine, it means non-stop. Hallelujah. Non-stop. It's an information for us to know. 24 hours in our time. Hallelujah. That's it. That's it. Nothing else. But it don't really mean nothing. But for us, he has to relate the message this way. Because John was speaking it. And John was seeing it non-stop. And John knows there's no nine out there. So, but he used the word nine as an information to us. Hallelujah. And so that's a beautiful thing. Hallelujah. About heaven. And when you get there, you will know exactly what I'm saying. No days, no nine, hallelujah. It's just on and on and on and on and on. Forever and ever and ever, hallelujah. It blows people's mind. When you go to heaven, it's going to blow your mind. Your little understanding become boom. It's stretched out like, my goodness. Hallelujah. That's, you know, you're going to keep on praising God and thanking God for all eternity because we are, we are babes, the Bible says. We are, we are babies in God. Hallelujah. We are babies in our knowledge. Hallelujah. We are, we are babes. Hallelujah. In that we are just beginning to know God. We are just beginning to know Him. There are angels and redeemed that are thousands and billions of years ahead of us. Okay. But it don't, don't mean anything. Because although we go to heaven and we just begin, hallelujah, to know Him, hallelujah, we are still somewhere with God. Which that's what's important with, with the Father. The Father, all He wants is His children to be with Him. Hallelujah. With Him, close to Him, under His obedience, under His presence, under His anointing, under His glory. Why do you think He's giving us a new Jerusalem that has His glory? Because He wants you and I to be under His glory. Hallelujah. Because what is His glory? His glory is God revealed to us. Oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. Thank you, Jesus. His glory is God Himself revealed to you and I. That's His glory. When you talk about His glory, you talk about, you talk about His His revelation to us. Him Himself giving Himself to us, and He wants to give Himself to us. Hallelujah! Because why? The Father knows that you and I can never never be happy without Him. 
So he, by, by giving himself to you and I, he's giving happiness and fullness to us. We never ever be full without God. Hallelujah. And so by giving himself to us, he's making us full completely, never ever, never ever needing anything. Hallelujah. When you are in God's presence, you'll never ever need anything. Hallelujah. Never, never. You'll never say, I'll need this, I'll need that. No. Those words never come out of your mouth. Hallelujah. You'll you have more than what you need with God. God is a full plate. In another word, He's all we will ever need. God is all we will ever need. You will never need anything outside God. Hallelujah. Now I understand a little bit more of the millennium. This is what I understand about the millennium now that I was in the glory of God. The millennium to us are unfulfilled, unfulfilled wish. Unfulfilled desire, I'm sorry, unfulfilled desire is the millennium. Whatever unfulfilling we, we, we didn't have over here, we're going to get that fulfilled by God in the millennium. Hallelujah. And because we want to have these things, God is going to let us have it. But in the process of us having these things, we're going to learn that nothing else can fill us but God. Hallelujah. Nothing else outside him can fill us. God is going to let Johnny have a plane. He's, he's going to let Johnny have a motorcycle, have everything she wants. But in the process, Sister John is going to learn that she wanted all these things. But she's going to learn that nothing that she ever wanted, hallelujah, will fulfill her like God can. Hallelujah. Yes, he's going to give her everything she wants. God is going to give it to her, me and you and I. Everything we ever wanted, he's going to just give it to us. But in the process, we're going to learn that none of these things that we want, that we think is going to make us happy, will never make us happy like the fathers can, like Jesus can. Nothing. Nothing can make us happy like he, like he can. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. But, you know, we want to have these things, and the Father loves us so much that the Father says, yes, you want to have this. I want to give it to you. I, I, want, to, I want to see your happiness, and you're here. Have it. And then we go on. Hallelujah. We go on with our life. We get a partner who we want, who, who we love. Hallelujah. And we, we're going to get married. We're going to have this. We're going to have that. And we go on with our life for a thousand years. In a thousand years, we notice that, hmm, I got everything I wanted, but why there is still an emptiness in me? Why it is so un I still feel unfulfilled inside me. Then we ask the Lord who is in Jerusalem, Lord, why is it that I have everything, Lord Jesus? Hallelujah. I have everything, right? I have everything, Lord. Everything I ever wanted you gave me, Lord. Mansion, everything. So why is it, Lord, that I, I have everything I wanted and I'm still not fulfilled yet? I don't, I don't, I don't feel 100% yet. Hallelujah. And the Lord says, only I can fulfill you. Hallelujah. Only him. Only Jesus can. Hallelujah. Only him. Only him can do that. Hallelujah. But, you know, he understands that we got to have all these things, so he wants to give it to us. Hallelujah. Because we still got a way to learn. Hallelujah. We have a long way to learn, brothers and sisters. Seven years in heaven and the rapture, we come down for a thousand years more. We have a long way to learn.
And that's what it's going to take for us to learn. It's going to take another thousand years for us to learn. Hallelujah. Some of us, I won't be in the millennium for a thousand years. I know that. The Lord has revealed that to me. I think I'm just going to be there for either from two to four hundred years. That's it. Hallelujah. Then I go on to, to eternity. Not everyone will be there for a thousand years. Hallelujah. Not everyone. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. All those questions, why, you can ask the Lord. Any why, you can ask the Lord. Everyone, he, there's, there's something the Lord revealed to me. I, I You know, things that I, wanted, that I wanted to know. I know I will not die. I will just move on to eternity with the Father. Hallelujah. I will move on to eternity. In God, eternity is already made in God. Uh, um, the millennium is already going on in God, in case you wanted to know. So where are we in God? We are, we're, we're in the past. Hallelujah. We can say, but we're still in God. We're still in God. Hallelujah. God is in the future, in case you wanted to know. God is already in eternity, reigning forever. He's in eternity, reigning forever. God, that's why God is our future. Jesus is our future. We're heading to eternity. But Jesus is already there. The Holy Spirit is already there. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He reigns forever. He reigns forever. Amen. Hallelujah. So we are, we are heading there. Hallelujah. I've, I've been taken to eternity. Let me tell you something. Hallelujah. This is fun. this might be funny to some of you, but listen to this. I was taken to eternity, and and so the Lord allowed me to come down flying for eternity back to the millennium. I saw a millennium going on, and back to where I am now, the past. This is the past where we are now. We are in the past, brothers and sisters, in case you wanted to know. Hallelujah. Because we are heading to the future with God. Hallelujah. And all these things are in God. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. <laughs> you are not here. Well, first of all, Sister Janet, you have to accomplish what God has said before you. Hallelujah. God has said before you a plan for your life. You have to accomplish that. Hallelujah. hallelujah. No one can cheat the system. <laughs> no one can cheat the system of God because God is in control. And so if God says, okay, I want Sister Janet to be on earth for 47 years. An example. Hallelujah. Well, that's how, how much you got to be here. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, there's another thing that, like Chu Thomas and Pastor John that I know, uh, they were supposed to go home in the rapture, but they plead with the Lord to, to take them home sooner. And so the Lord granted that to them. He granted that to them. You have to plead that with Jesus. Jesus takes it before the Father. Say, Father, my daughter there, my son there wants to come home already. Hallelujah. And the Father makes a decision. Father says, all right, you can bring her home, my son. I'll just bring her home. That's it. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. I remember asking Pastor John, so how, how are you going to go home, Pastor John? You're going to die. What's going to happen with you? But I don't know yet, but he said, I'm going, to, I'm going home. And Pastor Young used this to me before before it happened. He said, well, all the Lord has to do, Brother Elvis, is just stop my heart. Stop my heart. Hallelujah. Stop my heart. Yes, Sister Young, she, she's with the Lord. Sister Chu Thomas is not dead. I'm sorry. She's not dead. She is in the third heaven with God. She has moved on. No one died. Lazarus was not dead. Lazarus was asleep. I'm sorry for using the word dead. 
Okay. And so, yeah, to this physical body, physically, yes, she's up there with God. To this physical body, Pastor John said to me before he went home to be with God, he said, Brother Alvin, but all the Lord has to do is stop my heart, and that thing takes me home. And I look at him, wow, man, that's right. I didn't think of that. That is so true. And so what did the Lord do to take Pastor Young home? He stopped his heart. When the doctor checked him and all that, he said, oh, his heart just stopped. He had a heart attack. It stopped. It just stopped. Hallelujah. It stopped working is the word they used. When, when they examined his heart and they looked at his heart and all that, and they gave the wife the result, I was there in the hospital with her, and, and they said, well, his heart just stopped. It just stopped. Yeah, the same word Pastor Yam used, he gave me, because he told me, the Lord says to me that he's taking me home, brother, I'll be this week. I said, Pastor John, this is this soon. What do you mean this week? Are you serious, Pastor John? He said, yes, brother, I'll be. So how is he going to do this, Pastor John? Brother Elvi, all he has to do is just stop my heart and take me home. I said, because, I mean, Pastor John looks healthy and all that. It's strong. And I, oh, man. So how did he die? The same way. The same word. Same word he spoke out of his mouth. Same way. And that's what the doctor said it happened. So his heart just stopped. And that's it. Hallelujah. And so we asked, the wife asked the doctor, did he have any pain? Or, and so the doctor said, no. It was so sudden he didn't have no pain. When he died. That, that's a beautiful death. No pain. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. But that's what the, God, the Lord does for, for his saint. Because the Lord says to him, I'm taking you home, my son. The Lord, the Lord says, he says to the Lord, Lord, what about my daughter, my two little daughter? He says, no, don't worry about them. They're going to be raptured. I'm taking them home. They're mine. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rapture them. Hallelujah. And then he says to me in 2008, Brother Elvie, Hallelujah. I know this rapture is coming, he says to me in 2008. This rapture is coming. You you wait for it. You're going to see it. He says to me, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Yes, that is so true. Yes. 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 There was a sister that spoke to me and said, the Lord told her that deed, the Lord was going to take her husband home. Okay. Her husband, for sure, he didn't want to go home to heaven. But the Lord says to her, you know, I'm taking him home. Uh, next month on the first day of the month, because she's, she's a prophet. She, she heard the Lord. The Lord says, next month on the first day, hallelujah, I'm taking your husband home to heaven. Okay, so, yes, that is so true. So so she, she prepared everything. She was preparing, okay, and, and she told her husband, you're going home. No way, no way, he says to her. What are you talking about, woman? Ah, oh, there you go again. There you go again with your words and things. Listen, uh, the Lord spoke to me, and you, he's taking you home. You're going home. Okay, and I know when and exactly. I'm not going to give you the date, but I know. I know. Ah, you with the same thing again and all that. I said, look, the Lord spoke to me. I know. Hallelujah. And so that, that same day came. Okay, she was arranging her clothes and everything, everything. That she knew he, he didn't need it anymore and all that. She started putting it back in them, putting them back and, and, and stuff, just getting his closet ready. Because she knew he was going to die that day, of the first month. She got everything ready. Everything ready. Pack all his clothes, everything, just to give it away or something. Okay, because she knew he was going to die. He didn't need none of that stuff. He said, ah, what are you doing, woman? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'm getting all your stuff ready. You're out of here. Hallelujah. 
I believe she also called one of the one of the the places. Uh, uh, um, what do you call it? Hallelujah! To to like to get his body ready to put him in a box and all that and ship him. Hallelujah! And bury him and all that. She was getting everything ready. Everything she knew the day he was gonna die. Hallelujah! Praise Jesus! Hallelujah! And so um, she got him ready. She really got him ready, and, and he died that same day. He just uh, went to sleep, never came back again. She called the place and everything. Okay, so. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Oh, man, yes. The, the Lord does that. He really does that. He really takes people home in this way, hallelujah. It just, it just, you know, if you if you have that relationship with the Lord and you ask him and all that, he, he'll do these things, you know. And I know that when Pastor, Pastor uh, John told me the Lord was taking him home that, that week, I got this, this peace of me. Like when he spoke this word, it gave me peace. Like I don't need it. I, like it was true, a hundred percent true. But I don't need it to be concerned or worry about anything. So you know, um, the, he says the Lord gave me a few days to say goodbye to you and your family, brother Ellie, and to spend it with you and your family. He said, "Come home and spend it with me before I get taken home." So I spent the last week with him, and all that. And oh, I miss him so much. I miss Pastor John so much. It's a, such a great friend of mine. Hallelujah. We. We 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 would sit down to drink coffee at home when I used to drink coffee and, and enjoy it with some bread and just talk about the word and open up the Bible and Hallelujah. It was so awesome, hallelujah. And then the Lord takes the Lord takes my best friend with him, hallelujah. Oh, I felt so lonely, so lonely in that regard that man, a great friend in the Lord, hallelujah. Then the Lord takes me to heaven and I visit him in his mansion. Hallelujah. And it was so awesome to Go to Pastor, he, he went, and how he used to greet me, he and Lord, Pastor John greeted me the same way I, in heaven, with such a joy. And I'm looking at Pastor John, and I'm like, but it, it is Pastor John. I'm looking at Pastor John. He says, yes, Alvi, Alvi, it's me, brother. And I'm looking at him with such a joy. He looks so young, and my goodness. Hallelujah. He says, come into my mansion. Come and see. Come and see what the Lord gave me. Come, come. Come and see what God gave me. Hallelujah. And yes, yes, for sure. And I walk into his house. I see the chandelier, the light of chandelier in the midst of, of his living room, shining all over with the glory of God. Hallelujah. Sister John, you still, uh, Sister Lavi, you still there? Oh, hallelujah. If you want to say anything, sister, just say it. I'm sorry, I just go on. I just love to talk about heaven. No, that's fine. Hallelujah. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Praise you. We're going to pray in a few minutes anyway. Hallelujah. We're just going to go ahead and pray for America. Hallelujah. And all these things that are coming. Hallelujah. Because so many things are coming. And and, and um, we need to pray. Hallelujah. Now, I don't guarantee... That anything that we're not going to see anything, brothers and sisters, please don't misunderstand me. I know that prayer, the Lord here is praying, He answered prayer. It don't mean we're not going to see the earthquake in California and the tsunami that will hit New York City. Amen. But we are praying that the Lord will hold all these judgments back and that we get to go home without seeing them. Now, it don't mean we're not going to see it. So if we see them, don't say, oh, our prayer was worthless. No. Don't say those things, hallelujah. But what the Lord can do through a prayer is save a lot of people before these things come. You understand? Because we're focusing on praying for people. 
that 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 needs to be saved. And obviously the Lord's saving a lot of people. Amen. Daily I get email on new people. Hallelujah. That the Lord is touching them. Hallelujah. So amen. Salvation on souls is so important. And I thank you all of you for praying an hour. It's working. Your prayer are being answered by God. Rejoice because of that. God hears you. God hears your prayer. And so through your prayer, he's, he's saving people through the Lord's Tower. New people. Hallelujah. I just spoke with someone from uh, uh, from France. No, from Sweden. I'm sorry. Sweden. Sweden. Hallelujah. A dear sister in Sweden who, who hallelujah, the Lord just, 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 just getting her life straight back with him. Again, hallelujah. I believe she's listening to the show now, hallelujah, tonight. Hallelujah. This is a new source, new person coming here that the Lord touched. She was able to uh, find one of the videos on YouTube, and the Lord touched her mightily through the video. She's getting her life straight with God, and she's, she's here tonight listening to the Lord Tower for the first time. Hallelujah. Many other people, too. Hallelujah. So, you know, welcome those people. Encourage people. New people that are coming on, brothers and sisters, because your prayers will be an answer. God is touching people everywhere, people that are backsliding. People that have left the Lord years ago are coming back. Hallelujah. That's important. That's a soul being saved. Understand the importance of that. Him that wins soul is wise, says Proverbs. Hallelujah. You continue to pray for those souls. Please continue that they will be saved. Hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Now, um, hallelujah, what God has in store for you, hallelujah, Jesus says in Revelation, let no one take your crown. Hallelujah. Repent so no one else takes your crown. This is very important, repent. Be in daily repenting before the Lord. Daily repenting. Seek Him. Let Him change you. Let Him cleanse you. Let Him purify your heart more and more. Repent about your sin. All your transgression, repent before him. Say, Lord, I'm sorry. Lord Jesus, please forgive all my transgression, all my sin today, Jesus, in your mighty name. And, and continue to repent. Lord, I'm sorry for all my sin. I'm sorry for sinning against you. I'm sorry for sinning against heaven, Lord. I'm sorry for what I said. I'm sorry for what I done. I'm sorry for what I looked. I'm sorry for what I heard in Jesus' name. And be in constant repenting. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. The Lord is so merciful. He is so much of Watch out with false teaching. False teaching, my brothers and sisters, this earth is full of false teaching. Full. Hallelujah. Sorry, the internet is full of false teaching. Facebook is full of false teaching. Hallelujah. People are just getting false teaching from everywhere. The devil is working seven days a week, 24 hours a day to put out his, his, his false teaching. To try to get one of God's holy saints. Hallelujah. One of the people that are ready to go home in the rapture. If he get one of them, he done enough. But may the Lord keep you and will not let you fall into the deceiving, hallelujah, of the enemy. Watch out what you read. Watch out what you hear. Always ask the Lord to give you the sermon of what you hear, what you read. Hallelujah. That you may not be deceived. Hallelujah. This Sunday, listen to to this man of God preaching this message, and he, he has a lot of false teaching in there. The Lord had me repenting for false teaching. I couldn't believe it. Hallelujah. The Lord said, I have false teaching on me because I listened to a lot of the things he, he, he was saying. Some people preach, but they don't read the Bible. 
They just go on boom, 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 talking. And they don't read the Bible. They don't study it. How do they know any other book but not the Bible? So they talk about this pastor, the church, this, this, and that. Hallelujah. And they glorify men and pastors, but they, they never glorify Jesus, who is the one to, that needs to be glorified. Hallelujah. Praise, they, they, they talk about how great that man is or that woman is, but they never talk about how great Jesus is. Yeah. Hallelujah. That is so sad. So sad. Because they're, they're wasting all the time they spend in doing that. It's wasted. Because there's only one that deserves your worship and glory. It's Jesus. Hallelujah. Anything else? Hallelujah. Vanity, says, says Solomon. Vanity of vanity, says the preacher. Hallelujah. So much vanity down here in false teaching. Hallelujah. Everything is polluted down here. We, we need to give glory who glory to serve Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I, I told you the story that, that when one time, when I fell into sin, and Jesus went and got me out of there and cleansed me and all that, and I actually saw Jesus helping me and all that, and I, I said to the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, my goodness, what Jesus did for me. Because the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit says to me, don't go that way, my son. I didn't listen to him. Somehow I got caught up and I didn't listen to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit walked away from me. He just walked away. He will have nothing to do with sin. People don't understand that. The Holy Spirit can walk away. You don't even feel it. I felt when the Holy Spirit walked away from me. I'm so used to having the Holy Spirit that when He walked away from me, I felt it. Because since I've been saved, I always had the Holy Spirit in me. Hallelujah. And I love Him. And I, I love His company. I love His warmness, His comforting. It's so good. I love the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So when the Holy Spirit walked away from me, hallelujah, and I, I want to repent Him with the Lord. Lord, please. I'm sorry that I was repenting so much, but Jesus was there comforting me and helping me throughout the whole process. He helped me. And I said, Holy Spirit, my goodness what Jesus does for me. I remember when the Holy Spirit says to me, that's why he gets the glory. Because Jesus won the extra, the extra mile for me. See, the Holy Spirit walked away from me. Because he, he had nothing to do with sin. And he knew I was heading for sin. I was, I was going to sin. Hallelujah. And the Holy Spirit walked away from me. But Jesus, he went where I was. I was dirty with sin. And I was praying for him to help me. I saw him come and get his hand dirty, I say, with me, with my sin. Because I was repenting to him. And he cleansed me. He started cleansing me. He started working in me. Hallelujah. And it was so beautiful how the Holy Spirit said, that's why he gets the glory. We don't understand how, how, how we need to appreciate Jesus. Because Jesus is the one that gets his hand dirty with you. You sin, you're dirty. And when you start repenting, Jesus come and put his blood in you again and start cleansing you. He gets his hand dirty for you again. How many times you think he gets his hand dirty with you and I? Every time you and I sin, Jesus gets his hand dirty with you and I. Remember remember Haman and Isaiah? His clothing was full of blood. Remember him? Hallelujah. Full of blood. 
Why? Hallelujah. Because of the sin of his people. Our sin. Hallelujah. Sin is so dirty, so black, it's so evil. And we are like sinning machine. We're like sinning machine. All we do is sin. If we some we, we don't sometimes we don't understand the consequence of sin. The dangerous of sin. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. We are already supposed to be master of our thoughts. That whatever thoughts the enemy throws in your mind, you will rebuke in Jesus' name. You will not let that thought go to your heart. The majority of Christians let the dirty thought go to their heart. In the daily basis. Jesus has to be constantly cleansing us to keep us ready to go home. If he is not, hallelujah, shedding his blood on us every day, cleansing us with his blood, hallelujah, because he already shed the blood on Calvary, hallelujah, we will not have a chance. You understand? If Jesus don't cleanse us daily with his blood, we will not have a chance to go to heaven because the Father is so holy. He is holy, holy, holy. And that's what the Father dwells. That's what the Father dwells in that pure holiness. In order for you and I to enter that pure holiness, we have to come under the blood of Jesus. And we have to be cleansed by the blood. When Jesus came with his angel to get me, he dropped over me like this oil. Because I was already repenting for an hour and a half, repenting my sin. Just come to repenting before him. So his blood already cleansed me. Now he anointed me just to take me to the third heaven. What, what do you think the Bible says we're going to meet Jesus in the cloud? Hello? Why do, I, why do we need to meet Jesus in the cloud, says Paul? Hallelujah. First Thessalonians 4. Why do we need to meet Jesus in the cloud? Why did Jesus have to come and get the bride? Because Jesus has to make sure Hallelujah, we are ready. He, he, he's, see, he says to you and I, get ready, get ready, be ready. Okay, hallelujah. But he knows how difficult it is down here. Okay, so Jesus is coming, okay, he is coming to make sure that we that are reading in the book of life that the Father has given to him, he'll, he, he will bring us home. He can bring us home with him. Because if he say, all right, I did what I needed to do on the cross, forget about it, they can, go to he they can get to heaven on their own. Oh, that never happened. That will never happen. No one can get to heaven on their own. Jesus has to help us, each and one of us. When, let me tell you how Pastor John died. Jesus came for him. While Pastor John in his Sunday morning prayer with God was in total repenting with him. Okay, Pastor John was a holy man of God. But we see, we sin in our mind and our heart in so many different ways that Jesus has to come, get his hand dirty again for us, to cleanse us again just to bring us to heaven. That's why he gets the glory. That's why when we go to heaven, we bow down to him and we give him the glory. We, we thank him. Because he, he does so much, so much, for you and I, you got no idea what he does. You just don't, some people don't understand what Jesus does for them. He's dead on the cross. He did it right from the beginning, and he's still doing it. As a high priest, he's still interceding for you and I. 
He's still doing it. He's still cleansing us. Hallelujah. It should have been that he he thought he doesn't have to do it anymore. Hallelujah. That's the way it should be. But sometimes we are so careless with our spiritual life. Sometimes, my brothers and sisters, we need so much help. Hallelujah. But he's mercy. He's merciful. He is merciful. And we thank the Father for Jesus. Hallelujah. And we're going to thank him for eternity, for everything Jesus has done for us. He goes the extra smile for you and I. This what when, when pastors and ministers have given up on people. Oh, forget about that, sister. She's always in sin. Hello, Pastor, let's go to her house and pray. Oh, no, 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 no. I've been dealing for her for years. Forget about her. Forget about, you know, I, I, how many Bible studies I brought to that sister to stop sinning? How many, how many times I have spoken for her? I have prayed for that woman for years. Forget about her or that brother. Forget about him. Don't go to his house. Don't go to her house. And men just give up on people. Jesus never, never gives up on anybody. They, they could be on their way to hell because of their own decision. He's there. He's there repent. He's there touching them. Sometimes he speaks to them through, through different ways. And, and he's there. He's there. Hallelujah. Shalom there, Tayana. For today's prophecy update, I'm going to do a recap of what took place this last week and then provide an analysis of the prophetic implications of everything. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.